<laughs> we're synced. Welcome. Oh, welcome. What you? What did you say? I said, "Oh, we're synced." Yeah. Yeah. Oh, welcome. Yeah. We're, that usually, too. Usually, usually, like right after we sync, we just sort of get into it. So I was ready. <laughs> You're just ready to go, just ready to jump on in. Yeah, that's what we do every week, right, Sam? Yeah, I mean, we don't, we're not really creative, so we don't really have cold opens or anything. Hey, what the fuck? <laughs> usually, to be fair, usually we talk about, like, Stardew Valley or some shit, like, for, that's... like, a good 20 minutes before we start recording. Yeah, so... before the recording starts. Well, yes. sorry. No, that's fine. Do you, I, do you want I me to warm it. you up a little bit? Like, what do you want? I mean, I guess, to, for the clar- clarity for our listeners, Sam here... Maggie there, but also... Yes, we have a guest this week, uh, a fellow podcaster, a, a sibling in arms, you could say, I suppose. I don't know. Podcasting's not that hard. Uh, <laughs> don't tell them. It's a secret. Sorry. Yeah, they, they can't know. They can't know. <laughs> I know. Gotta, gotta keep this under wraps, or everyone would do it. Wait, everyone is? It's podcasting, and it's 2018. Okay. Our friend Becca is here. Hi, yes, I'm the I'm the other sibling. I guess mm-hmm. now I'm I'm the additional sibling in this yeah. in this ma- magical car family. I mean, yeah. you are you are in my childhood room, so like it, yeah. It's, well, it's sort of like you're here also, yeah. Sam. Really, that's what it is. Ugh. Like, there's so many pictures of just you sort of staring at us right now it, that and there's all these awards. Like, wow, yeah, look at you. Uh, and I know a I'm bunch of really religious needle points. You yeah, know. that too. Well, anyway, um, this week <laughs> we're talking about Glee season three, episode ten. Yes slash no. And this episode is pretty whack. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Defo is. Yeah, we're gonna get to that. Don't worry. But first, let's do the boring crap. Um, so this originally aired on January eleventh, twenty twelve. We've made it to the year 2012 um and it had 7.5 million viewers which is up from last week which only had 7.13 million so that's way too many people watching this episode yeah you think? Way, way too many people that had to watch okay so i don't watch glee that's the thing that i don't yeah. get or really understand yeah uh so watching this was really just a a, a ride totally like i oh. understood i i knew some of the characters and then there were yes. some that was like I don't know what's going on, but this yeah. makes sense for literally everyone that I know. Totally. Oh, I'm well, so. That's that's a good perspective to have, don't you think, Sam? Yeah, I'm really sad though, because you could have you could have been here for last week's episode, which was actually like not terrible. The... <laughs> like... Oh, you mean you mean the, the the Christmas episode was pretty great. Okay. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> like that tracks. Yeah, uh, they had like a like a special within a special mm, where mm-hmm. they filmed a black and white, uh, half Judy Garland reference, half Star Wars Christmas oh, special. What? What? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, it, it we're was talking the... about Glee, right? Yeah, and yeah. then the special surrounding that, like the one that was happening in universe, uh, the one that was happening, you know, for the show, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, was based on the Charlie Brown Christmas special. So they really sort of layered the references there, you know. It's almost artful in a way. This was a TV show that was on television. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, it's people, pretty bonkers. People, you guys went out of your way and watched this. Yeah, we willingly. did. It's true. Well, at this point, it's more of a like challenge to be like, yeah. can now, we? Now but... it's like, we must finish it. It's sort of a, t- a task that we set ourselves. Not really something enjoyable anymore. Yeah, I'm 
that's man i think it's like the retrospective look back really really that shows that the the show was just not good no okay uh this episode in particular was directed by eric stoltz who has directed other episodes but who really gives a shit it's just another white dude uh and then it's written by brad falchuk another white dude I mean, he is a showrunner. That is that is something to point out, but... It's true. Uh, also, he's married to Gwyneth Paltrow. Did you see that? Didn't they get married like a year ago, though? Yeah. It, I just found out, okay? <laughs> I thought it was stupid. Well, it is stupid because Gwyneth Paltrow was on the show, which means that, like, That's nepotism? Question Wait, mark? Did they really meet on? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. She's... He's, he's Mr. Goop, which is so whack. <laughs> Okay, the recap. We start the episode with a recap. We cover Sam Sadie's. Man, the recap was really like 30 seconds Pretty of intense. a lot of shit I did not understand. <laughs> was, it, was it like too much? Like if you had been watching that on TV and you saw that recap, would you be like, no, you know, that's going to be a hard yeah, out for me. Like, I'm going to uh, turn this off. It was just so much information at yeah. once. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, I got it. Uh, Sam Sadie's, I have no fucking idea who the fuck Sam is. I know who my yeah. Sadie's is. She's beautiful and perfect. I love her. Yeah. Sam listed off his character traits before. Um, I'd say it's his big lips. Okay. Uh, and he, he's a sexualized being for the most part. Okay. Objectified a lot. Okay. Interesting. Because uh, <laughs> I was looking at him as I was like, okay, this is a man. Yeah. yeah Good job. Yep. Is, that, that was about it that's, that I got from him. I was like, okay, you... <laughs> look, this, this boy. That's this sort boy, of all This is. whiny boy child this, here. There's that, and then he's uh, he does impressions. Like, oh. he's like a jokester. He's the class clown. Okay. And he's homeless. Those are okay. his <laughs> Well, okay, but let's point out, he's not homeless anymore. That no, was like a single episode. they still call him homeless a lot. <laughs> yeah. Which so is then, messed up. Like, the, the, Glee the next... sucks. The next thing in the recap is Shooter slash Cannon. I like Shooter better. Um, it's Shannon and Cooter. That's their couple name. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who those people are. Uh, oh, yes, coach, I do. Coach Beast. Okay. And the, the, the coach. And, uh, yeah. Okay. And okay. the big Luck- yeah. man. Okay. Luckily, luckily, you don't actually have to know who Cooter is because he wasn't in this episode. Thank, Thank Christ. God. <laughs> He's the yeah. worst. And then we close up the recap with... Uh, covering who terry is will's I, ex-wife I knew who terry was she's from the first season so she's pretty popular uh but she's not on the show anymore so, so, no yeah, and- like, oh cool bring her back for this real quick moment i think it's just to remind you of will's failure oh, well I also mean, isn't that the show yeah, sort of, yeah. Also, uh, Santana later in the episode does reference the fact that Terry pretended to be pregnant. Um, yeah. And so, like, I guess the recap kind of sets that up a little bit. Like, if I, you forgot. I, <laughs> I mean, there were some good digs at Will and Terry's relationship. I think Quinn made one, too, and it was very yes. good. Yeah, yes. where she was like, you're not going to mess it up this time, Mr. Shoe. Like, <laughs> that was great. <laughs> so we, we start off the episode on a pretty high note after uh, the recap. No, 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 a, no. With a show. Shot for shot recreation. I'm gonna say that I got so scared this is gonna be an entire Grease episode. Yeah, and I'm just so if scared. Only, if only. No. It probably would have been better if it was. <laughs> I think Honestly, so. it would have been better if it was just Grease the whole. Yeah, way a retelling of Grease where Sandy is black. I would watch the fuck out of oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, except except Danny Zuko is still white and yeah. insufferable, so I refuse. Definitely. No, yeah. you're totally right. So let's talk about Summer Nights, which is this opening number. There's Lily. just this chair. Like, later, Brittany and Santana sit in, like, these chairs that are just, like, out in the middle of these, like, in the, like, cafeteria hallway. And it's but just it's the out. most baffling thing to see in the first shot yeah. where there's just this chair. 
and it pissed me off totally. so much. <laughs> and then my next note is, of course, Brittany and Santana sit in them. Yes. Well, they must. Well, it's uh, it's recreating. Yeah, like like Maggie said, it's recreating. I had to watch it just to make sure, but it's recreating the like shot for shot summer nights video Dude, from Greece. God awful chairs. Yeah. What the fuck? And we're, this is a different place in McKinley that we've ever seen before. This is like an outdoor eating area yeah. that we have never seen. I, I was like looking at them. I was like, it, they're all wearing winter jackets. Yeah. And they're it is out cold. there in like an outside cafeteria. And I'm like, what are you it's, doing? It's January. I'm pretty sure. In, <laughs> in fiction. Where have we established where? Mc, McKinley's in Ohio. Okay. Lima, Ohio. Okay. But it's also sort of a magical Hogwarts kind of situation. Oh, right. Like High School Musical. A little bit, yeah. Well, High right. School Musical, fun fact, was supposed to take place here in mm-hmm. Albuquerque, mm-hmm. New Mexico. This you town know, that you're in right now. How does you that know, feel? Uh, I wish it was here. You know what's You know what's <laughs> even more fun, though? It was yeah. actually shot where I live right now, yeah, which is Salt Utah, Lake City. where Sam lives. And oh, where, where you were yesterday. Uh, where, yeah, where I left this morning. That's fun. Yeah, isn't that great? Okay. Uh, yeah. So... We're back to the we're back to the podcast here. They're doing summer nights. It's a shot for shot recreation. I think some main things to point out. Uh, Rory does like little bits where he sounds fucking horrible, like very yes. auto tuned. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh god, a lot I of the song Rory. is cut. Yes, all the, the all the dirty bits are cut. Yeah, <laughs> which, it was, it was which very are all the good parts. Bizarre listening to it. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Um, I. My note here is, I don't know who Sam is, but whose idea was it to put him in a leather jacket? Because he looked inhuman in it. Yeah, he, he did not wear it well. He looked no. very bizarre. And then going like along with the guy's clothes, all the guys were in Letterman jackets except for Blaine. And I'm like, yeah. did you not get the memo well, that all of you were supposed to be like... Fa- so like- so Blaine is sort of like... He doesn't go to the school, right? No, he does go to this oh, school now. now he does? Yeah. Fucking hell. He has what? a very curated aesthetic that's very different than all the people he hangs out with. He gets separated oh, I into, know. like, the I, boys group. I have he's, another note he, for him later. Yeah. He's, like, the masculine gay, so he gets bo- grouped with the, the boys. The boys while Kurt's still over yeah, with the girls. that's right. Like he is in this number. Mm-hmm. He just kind of appears from the ether. How do you feel about that? It's not great, huh? Uh, well, he wasn't there. And then just uh, there's one point like where he just uh, uh, like he just magically Rizzo's shows part. up. Yeah. yeah, he just says Rizzo's line because Santana couldn't, I guess. Because well, Santana, Santana says the line. One. Yeah. Well, Santana's too busy literally kicking Rachel <laughs> off the bench. Oh, which, I love it. Which yeah. is which it... is in Greece. I want to point out is in the original. So... so Another thing, um, the final, the final little bit of this number. <laughs> Fuck. With, with the, so, in Greece. <laughs> I know, I know Greece has the awful fucking, like, superimposed, here they both are, like, yes. looking at each other. And this is when John Travolta hits the really high note, like, the very high, which is why yes. he does the hand in the air thing. Yeah. because he hits that high note. <laughs> Sam does not hit it, but he does do the arm thing. It is, it was it's a bad choice. It I was feel. a bad choice. And like, also, just make him hit it. The the other thing too is that Amber Riley or Amber Riley's face is huge. Oh it's yeah, ginormous. Huge. Especially like, in comparison to the original uh, Grease. Yes. Number. Yeah. Like it's like I love Amber Riley. Don't get me wrong, but it just didn't like. I was just like, what is going on here? Yeah. Like, anyway, it's 
thankfully this is not a grease episode because that would be some real garbage but like i bet they were planning one and this is the only number they they oh. got through and they're like you know what yeah she's like mm-hmm. we should not and do this let's try anything else <laughs> no you know this is the, the they did this number first and they're like oh we have to cut this line and this line and this line and they're like oh shit no we we can't do grease like we can't if we grease. have to murder this song then like god the other ones are just out like yeah so we get to the next scene after the Glee title card. That's next. Yeah. Uh, overall, the opening number is high energy. High, yeah, it's, it's high energy. Um, yeah, it was definitely like a start to an episode. <laughs> it was. I yes. can definitely say that about it. And the Most next certainly. bit is a, is an interesting first act. Y- yes, start. I I would agree with that. That is a very interesting. This is one of the plot lines for the episode. Is Becky's? Uh, she has a monologue. Yes. Uh, this internal monologue thing is a is a glee thing yeah they do this basically every episode right sam yeah no definitely or almost at least um and uh this is helen mirren's first appearance on the show oh of course she is uncredited in the credits though a, a true crime honestly <laughs> no, seriously she though. Asked for that <laughs> I, you know <laughs> valid point <laughs> i too would ask to not be credited uh yeah, so how should we feel about Becky's inner monologue being Helen Mirren? Let's, let's read the room here. Okay, here's the thing. I think one of, the, one of the reasons I like it is because Becky comes off as very confident, um, especially because she says shit like, Rory, uh, Rory grins too much, he looks like an insane person, which is just true. I don't know. I like it. I, I feel like they, they, they make the point in the actual voiceover where she's like, you know what? I can sound like whatever I want in my head. So yeah. screw you, haters. Like <laughs> I think that's an important part. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big fan of one of the lines um, where she's sort of evaluating boys as she passes by them in the hallway. And oh, she does yeah. have a really good drag at Puck, though. Yeah, the squirrel. <laughs> yeah, is that a mohawk or did someone glue a squirrel to your head? Definitely. But then the next one is really not so good. Oh yeah. It no, was that bad. one is Mike really bad. Mike walks by and she said. I don't really want to say it. But no. she says, no, no Chang do. I'm no rice queen. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, boy, oh, boy, oh. Like, d- not to mention Tina. Okay. <laughs> that's, I, I wrote down, I wrote down that line. And then next to I put, uh-oh, Glee. Like, why would you even do this? Why? Like, why? Why? So we can hear Helen Mirren say it. Almost yeah. definitely. I was to put it that we both wrote yikes <laughs> at, at that point. Yeah. <laughs> Which is oh. a big mood. Oh, God. Whew. But essentially what, what we find out is that Becky has set her sights on Artie Abrams. Um, as the man she is going to take, I guess. Yeah, yeah, take, yeah. take she's, the right word. She's going to court him, uh, yeah. and she asks Sue for advice. Why does everyone bring all of their personal problems to their teachers? That's a very okay. good question. Okay, see, that's the thing. This one is, like, the least offensive of the whole episode. Cause... I, I know. I know that because I had to watch the rest of it. There was a po- point where I was like, no, yeah. what are you... This is the this is the least invasive, at least at the start here, because it does get to a point where nudes are shared. <laughs> oh my god! Like, <laughs> but with we, a teacher, we, we, we can't talk about that yet. <laughs> yeah, but so she goes to Sue, um, and Sue is like, "Hey, well, if you're interested in him, you should ask him on a date, because that's what people do." Yeah. Um, so yep. then, then we get to the next scene in the teacher's lounge. Emma and Shannon are 
I did not know Shannon's name until the end of that scene. Yeah. Well, her name is Shannon Beast. Okay. So a lot of people call her Beast. Okay. Or Coach. Okay. Because she's the football coach. We made a a decision on the podcast to call her Shannon. Okay. Yeah. Seem more respectful. Yeah. Mostly because I think Glee was trying to make a joke with the fact that her name is Beast. um, Yeah. Because she's a large and like muscly woman. But like... It's just, yeah, it's not great. So Shannon is eating two chickens because she's celebrating because she and Cooter eloped. Yes. Uh, and Emma is sitting with Shannon because Will does fantasy football. Okay. <laughs> there is no way that Will Schuster yeah. does fantasy football. What if, if, what if it's European football? And he's just pretentious enough to <laughs> Fantasy call Fantasy soccer does not exist. <laughs> it's what called if? Quidditch and it doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> what That's if? funny because... Sam does Quidditch. <laughs> That's hilarious. I was almost on the Western's Quidditch team. <laughs> what if so Shoe? What if Shoe says it's fantasy football, but it's really fantasy acapella? Fantasy acapella. Oh my god. Ooh, you know there are barbershop competitions. Ooh. So maybe yeah. fantasy acapella exists. Well, and Pitch Perfect led me to believe that like there are acapella coll- collegiate competitions. Yes, so like you could are. build your team. With like members of various acapella groups, who's your bass? Who's your treble? Who's your That's right. things in the middle, altos yep. or whatever? Yeah, I don't, I don't know how like that comes to a head or like an actual or how the gameplay really happens and that. But let's <laughs> they not fight really to the delve. Death. Let's not delve into it. So Shooter has eloped, like Sam said. At honestly. I would elope at the same place. They, yeah. They elope the at Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. It, <laughs> that line was said, and I was like, ah, oh, yes, someone I can relate to finally in this entire television show. Yeah, if, if it wasn't with Cooter, I would find this a lot more cute. Yeah. Um, because Cooter sucks. But <laughs> So true. Shannon being like, yeah, we were at the Taco Bell, and I just turned to him and I said, wow, I think you're my soulmate. And... <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, no, I would do that. Yeah, that's, that's the dream. <laughs> to, to be fair, if someone goes to Taco Bell with you, you should lock that down. Like, I think you're right. <laughs> anyway, um, okay. so Sue also finds out in this moment because Sue was dating Cooter also. Yeah, I, um, I, sort of at the same time. I got that in like the two seconds of the recap that was very confusing. Where you saw Jane Lynch just sort of smack one just on like, his Just, like, grab him dude. and just, like... Yeah. Yeah, it was very, like, what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yes. uh, yeah, they're, they're... Then we get to a different part of the conversation. Sue sort of says some garbage about David Boreanaz. It doesn't matter. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a very, like, subtle callback to the, like, two episodes Her ago. little black book. Stupid. Yes. No, so, so so Emma makes it about herself and she says, Well, I want to marry Will because obviously I am a woman and that's what women do. I think um, okay. <laughs> okay. So she doesn't automatically make it about herself. She's not selfish like I mean, Rachel. I know it seems like very shocking that someone would be in love with Will Schuster. <laughs> but I believe in Emma and I think that she can be forced into this heterosexuality and yeah. you're this awful, awful man. And I think she can at least pretend happiness about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because Emma's not straight. Yeah. And no one can convince me that Emma is a straight character. No, I totally get it. Uh, because she has like pretty severe anxiety. Um, and anxiety's gay. 
It is, though. Yeah, like, and I don't make the rules. Anxiety's the gayest thing that there is. Okay, but okay. L- let's let's talk about this, because essentially, Emma's like, well, I, I don't know if Will's going to ask well, me to marry him. what happens him. is that, like, Shannon is like, oh, you seem down, Emma. What's going on? Like, it's not like Emma being like, ah, I'm so put upon and sad. Like, where's okay. my ring? Sure, sure, sure. Shannon invites her into the conversation. but like, Thank you. But so Sue essentially is like, well, it's 2012 or whatever. Uh, um, just ask him to marry you. Yeah, uh, and then which, we yeah. get yes, a diegetic, so- a non-diegetic song, which means that it well, didn't happen. Well, well, it sort of happened. <laughs> it's like a, it's half diegetic, half not diegetic. But um, you don't notice yeah. that it is until like the very end. Yeah, which right. um sort of shows that Emma is a crusader for the non-diegesis side of the of the diegesis war, which you don't know anything about. It's sort of like deep podcast lore. Yep, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> what, do, what do you think, Sam? Yeah, no, I mean, there, there are hints about it later in this episode, too, but, like, it seems like Emma is firmly on the side of Blaine, um, like, yeah, in definitely. this, like, competition. So, like, so is she... So is she still the Emma Gollum? Is this the real no, Emma? No, no, I think this is the real Emma, but I think Blaine has manipulated her into liking, like being on his side, essentially. Like yeah. he's. I'm yeah. sorry, Becca. This Maggie, describe my face. Yeah, um, Becca's just sort of like stunned, <laughs> like very confused. <laughs> what, sort of what, like what the what is going on? Well, like, I've, welcome I'm to sweating. I've developed a sweat just from hearing yeah, this. Yeah, sort of. And there's a light sheen. Hide <laughs> your face. I'm just so baffled. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, well, welcome sort of, to season sort of a, three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's a, like, there's a pretty large um, metatextual co- like yes. context that we've built. Yeah, there's a large meta to Glee. I'm. Well, to, no. to, to our podcast interpretation of it, for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely not to Glee itself. No. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, anyway. So the the yeah. song is uh, Wedding Bell Blues, which, so, here's the big problem with the song overall, I think, is, while it sounds great, and it's been stuck in my head for, like, a couple days mm-hmm. since, since I watched the episode, um... The original song has the name Bill in it. Yeah. So when you rhyme Bill with Will, it's fine. Yeah, but then you rhyme Will with Will, and you're like... Over and over and over again. You're like, um, stop this, please. <laughs> please do end this. I think See, that's, that's probably the biggest problem. I don't know. My biggest problem is... So Shannon and Sue are the backup singers. I have two problems. One, there's a little bit where Emma's singing at Will in the shower, and like they didn't like poke their heads up over her. Like that's true. Over the shower, but her like, shower cap. Her shower cap is all so of cute. Them. They were hiding inside of her shower cap <laughs> in that moment. And I was expecting to see Jane Lynch's little hands come out from under that shower cap and just like peek in. It would have been cute line. if they just sort of like layered their heads right on top of each other, right out of that shower curtain. I would have loved that. And then it would have stuck yes. to you know that Emma's a giant gay in her fantasy that she's <laughs> yeah. in the shower with Jane yeah. Lynch and. And uh, Shannon Beast. Yes. But, okay. yeah, and then, well, the second problem I have is that the two of the, uh, Shannon and Sue, wear memes on their heads for the last scene. Okay, is... I have a note here. Sue's toilet seat hat. So 2012. I love it. Uh, oh, this was filmed with the royal wedding was still topical. There you yes. go. Yes. Like, yes. Oh, not the most recent royal wedding. Yes, the... yes, yes. The old, the old one. The, yep. the passe one. That's right. Yeah, well, so, so uh, essentially... You didn't like the meme. You didn't like, like sort I mean, of reenacting a no. meme on television. 
I just, I at this point, I'm just confused because like Shannon used to be like the meme queen of the show where she ate a turducken, but like yeah. now, now I'm just like, are they like I don't? It's great. I actually do really like that. Um, <laughs> it's just I hate Will. I hate Will a lot, and this whole like fantasy sequence where Emma is like dancing with Will on top of a cake. And I'm just but like, he doesn't talk, right? He doesn't exactly. talk. And Matt Morrison is not an unhandsome man. So you just no. get to watch him. That's but that's not the, bad. That's the problem is that I, I know how terrible Will is. Like yeah. you can't just take Will out of the like terrible situation. He's always in and be like, Oh, this is fine. No, he's still a terrible prick. And he's going to like be a bad husband to Emma. Like I'm just upset about it, it no, already. It's so true. yeah. 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 There are there are many different parts in this episode where he like, someone in the costume department is like, I'm gonna put Will in a top hat. And I'm like, yeah. why is this a decision that was made not once, but, but twice in this episode times, yeah. that I had to see with my own eyes? I That's, also expected yeah. a dancer to jump out of that cake. <laughs> because that was exactly what it was made yeah. for and I was waiting for it to happen. I was expecting Jane Lynch and Shannon to just pop out at the very end and kind of just like blow them off. We are punching up this number. Yeah, it would be so much better. Why <laughs> Hey, Glee yes. reboot. They're rebooting Buffy. Let's just reboot Glee. No, 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 no. no. no it's cursed. We can't put more actors in danger. Oh my god! No kidding. We have to talk about that too. So let's let's move. So essentially, what ends up happening is um, Emma back in reality. Um, Will is like, did you just ask me to marry you in front of all these people? I'm the man. I'm supposed to be the one who asked the woman to marry me because I'm full of shit. And then god Emma's damn. like. <laughs> Listen, oh, man, I thought that was like a five sec, like a two second scene where he was like, "Did you just ask me to marry you?" And then it cuts to the next scene, like that's, in a very quick, abrupt That's abrupt exactly fashion. what happened. Um, so it's like, it's like a moment where, where she was like, "Oh, did I say that out loud?" And here's the fucking thing: Did she? Because later in the episode, like Will's just like, "I guess I have to ask Emma to marry me now." But it's like, like, "No, she asked you. Like, what the fuck? You need to tell her yes or no. It's like, like, what, what happened? Doing? Yeah, what Whoa. happened?" Like, Brad, what happened? What's the actual plot of this episode, Brad? <laughs> to be fair, she does say, no, I, I, I didn't say that. So I guess Will has somewhat off the hook for that. Um, hmm. If he's but, an idiot and a fool. He, which yeah. he is, because yes, he yes, talks to Emma's true. white supremacist parents. Oh, well, well, God, we'll get to that. <laughs> okay, so. Okay, so. Wedding Bell Blues, overall, the song's good, because we get to hear Emma sing. Yes, Always very love good. that. Yes, very beautiful. Yeah. Next. We get back to the choir room. Well, okay, so... Yeah. You know when you're at lunch and your girlfriend just, like, accidentally lets it slip that you, like, that she wants to marry you? Then you yeah. immediately go to your glee club, your, like, bunch of high school students that you're supposed to look after, and you go, like, hey, guys, help me with my relationship again. Yeah. <laughs> For the 15th time. Mm -hmm. No, 15th is too little. For the thousandth time, yeah, please help basically. me out in this situation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's sort of where like, we're at. Can't adults deal with their own problems in this, like, no. fantasy world? Okay. okay. Mind, so I guess he, fuck me. He he calls them in this scene. He's like, "This is news you share with your family, and you guys are my family." I'm like, "This is an inappropriate relationship." I, like, like they all so, sort of react positively, but I feel like there's an air in the classroom of them being like, "Oh, oh okay, yeah." So we're doing this. Um, well, and they he says they give he him a, a like a proposal assignment for them they're yeah. going to help him propose by performing songs that he will then perform for emma maybe yeah it, <laughs> which doesn't happen because he hates both ideas yeah um 
Okay, oh, we so... We have Quinn's great, great line. Oh, of, yes, Quinn's line. Yeah, we don't think you'll screw it up this time. Yeah. Classic. Um, Quinn doesn't have very many moments in this, which is tragic. She's been... She's had a... She just closed out a pretty heavy plot line. I, sure. But <laughs> I I missed her. That's yeah, fair. Yeah, you should. No, the, the other thing here, too, is that um, Will... Well, I like the joke where they have Will is writing on the whiteboard and all the students are trying to guess what he's writing while he's writing it, which yeah, is... Yeah, and they, they say, marry me, question mark, which <laughs> he calls out that, which I yes. loved. Um, which is great, because we have... we To be fair, I'll give Glee some credit on this. We've had less of the whiteboard trope this season, which is a very l- a little good. Bit. Yeah. Um, I mean, but... usually it's it's towards the end of the season where they really lean into the whiteboard thing because they get a little sleepy. (laughs) (laughs) They need more coffee, probably. Yeah. um, Let's just write something on the whiteboard. It'll be the theme of the episode and we'll do that. It'll be good. (laughs) But um, the thing I put a note down is that Will tells them all, like, he announces that he's going to propose to Emma, and they give him a rousing ovation. Like, they are all clapping. Like, Like, what the fuck? They've been dating for, like, Six months? A little bit longer than that, I would so, say. Like, less than a year, though, defo, right? Uh, they've yeah. been, like, almost a year, maybe, at most. They've had, like, a workplace romance for a lot longer than I mean, that, though. Th- that I know, and they're, like, weird whole bullshit, yeah. blah, 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 yeah. Chalk on the nose, yeah, yeah. Um, torture yeah. you with chalk dust, but... Yeah, that's the thing that yeah, he does, Emma. Yeah, like, to- torturing her, I mean, and... Once, once oh, he... man, this episode is... Yeah, well, I mean, once he, once he fixed her mental illness, he should have just married her right there, you know? Oh, yeah, because her mental illness is so totally fixed and not, like, the point of the rest of this whole fucking episode. Yeah, yes. <laughs> but, no, there's yeah. Sort of, there's sort of, like, a white knight theme with Will um, that is sort of represented literally at the end of the episode, uh, oh, so God, we'll get to it, but... Don't get me started on yeah. that, Tux. The, the, the yeah. top hat. Speaking we'll get, of... Speaking oh, we of, will. Oh, we'll get you started of, on it later. Speaking yeah, of white... No, so, yeah, speaking of white knights, um, it's because I'm white, right? Uh, Sam is confronting Mercedes yes. <laughs> about why she won't date him. So we get, um, we get a, like a bell ringing transition into the hallway where we see Mercedes going to her locker and Sam comes up and he's like, why aren't we dating? Is it because I'm white? <laughs> Which is basically, that is what he says. Like, that is yeah, exactly no, he- what he says. He literally says it, which Mercedes we does all like. Down. Yeah, Mercedes does like scoff at it, but like, Jesus, I hate. Like, I, I guess that's that's the reason I'm happy that we didn't have a Glee episode or whatever because Sam is such a like despicable stereotype of like the dude that like is like, why aren't you dating me? I'm hot shit. Like, y- yeah. I'm obviously super attractive, even though you have a boyfriend really and you've expressed that is. already. I feel like it's partly like his game is just so bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, that that's a fair episode. point. Um, that he's just sort of a mess who can't talk to anyone. <laughs> that's a good point. Um, uh, yeah. And Mercedes just like you're an idiot. Bye. <laughs> Which uh, I did like that. Yeah, it, it Sam from this conversation does kind of get the notion in his head that um, he needs to get a Letterman jacket in order to impress Mercedes. Yeah, he needs because... to be a jock. Just yeah. like Shane, her big beefy boyfriend. Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, "How did did you in five seconds determine that you need to be a, a, a jock?" Now? Well, Shane's a super jock. He's going to Ohio State oh, for football. Oh, sorry, that I don't he know has, all the, well, the, the hot Shane lore. He, well, I'm telling you. Okay, he, he has uh, he has had three lines overall oh, oh. in the show. I think. Yeah, you, you want one line in this episode? 
Yeah, that's one of them. Oh, okay. Oh, oh that's including that mm-hmm. one. Okay, cool. A really hot, like, romance character that only has two lines that aren't in this episode. Yeah, he's definitely not just, like, the exact foil to Sam Evans. No you know way. what's you know what's also a fun tidbit? I was recently yeah. rewatching Arrested Development season four, and Shane, the actor who plays Shane, is in the first episode. He's oh, one that's of, fun. He's one of the black guys that doesn't get tipped because that's a running joke through that season, which is fuck. Yeah, really <laughs> bad. Have fun. Have fun. So the next scene, uh, we're still in the hallway. We get a lot of hallway scenes in Glee, sort of a running theme because that's the only set they they've got. So Artie approaches Sugar. I, okay. You don't know who she is, I bet. uh, Who the fuck is Sugar and is she a Spice Girl? So Sugar Mata, uh, she (laughs) is- Is she a Spice Girl? Sort of. Okay. She is the daughter of the, one of like the richest dudes in town. Okay. Al Mata, who might be a mobster, sort of implied that he is. I mean, with that name, I think uh, Al Mata, yeah. (laughs) Uh, And he, he bought another choir director for the school- um, and then what happened to him? Did he die? That well, no. That choir director had to leave because she had sex with Puck. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, it's that whole subplot. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. It was pretty bad. Okay. Yeah. With P- Puck's continuous like, I'm gonna sleep with moms. It's sort yes. of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But this was the mom to his. Well, the surrogate. Well. No, the, the real ad- mom. The adopted mom of his real child. We're we're not gonna get into it though. It's way too. Is that? Uh, no. We're delving into okay. the web. Yeah, yeah. it's Quinn's no, baby. It's okay. Sugar Mata. Uh, she is the, the daughter of this guy, Almada, and she's rich. That's, she's that's, sort of that's the Draco Malfoy. Okay, she's Draco Malfoy and a Spice Girl. She also yeah. can't what sing. Draco Malfoy was a Spice Girl. Oh. Exactly. That's who Sugar Mata would okay. be. For sure. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Good to know. Yeah. So uh, Artie, Artie is asking her to, like, work on a project for this, like, marry me thing um, that they're doing, and she turns him down. Because she, like, he's coming on to her, which is also kind of obvious. Like, Artie also kind of doesn't have game. Um, but yeah. uh, she she delivers this stellar piece. Like, she delivers yeah. this stellar piece of information. Play it on me. Yeah, she's like, it's not because you're disabled. It's because I'm abled. And people are really mean. And I think people will think that your legs are skinnier than my arms. Which... She has kind of a point. Like it's, you can see how like it's supposed to be nice, I guess. Like, but it's bad. Like it is we, bad. Okay, so Sugar has like self-diagnosed uh, Asperger. Mm. She's just a bitch. Okay. Like Santana yeah. was already a bitch, and so they were like, "Well, we can't have two people that are just bitches on the show." So then they decided to sell have Sugar pretend like she has a disorder in order to just say mean things to people. Yeah. So that's what this show needs more of, pretending people have disorders. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, so then uh, Sugar, 2012. Sugar just bounces. She leaves. Yeah. Uh, Becky comes up to Artie and pretty direct, directly asks him out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's just like, hey, do you want to go on a date with me? And Artie's like, uh. And then yep. the scene cuts. That's it. Yep. <laughs> and they're like, oh, Glee, do you not know how to end a scene? They don't. They don't. They don't know how to end an episode either. I... <laughs> so, uh, then we get to the next. Uh, that we go back to the Sam becoming a jock plotline. So, yeah. What school has a synchronized swim team? This one. McKinley. McKinley also has two different ballet studios. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, God. And a sort of like outdoor performance area. They also have that outdoor eating area. We saw. Earlier this episode, episode, they have at least two cafeterias. 
they have a football field with they do. A, big like bleachers. Um, and also maybe a practice football field. Cause that's definitely not the football field that they like play games on. Yeah. I don't like know. Like I said, sort of a Hogwarts and, kind of vibe. And they don't have enough money for the Glee team. No, well, wasn't that the whole plot well, of season well, one? Well, Will is budgeting the Glee team. <laughs> so they have, they have the money for two ballet fucking dance teams. Yep. They have the synchronized swim team yeah. with the best coach ever. Yeah. Um, we meet but, the coach in a second here, and she's great. Okay, okay. Let's hold on that. Best coach ever. <laughs> Okay, so she Sam got a is trying to join medal. the basketball team. He goes to Shannon, and Shannon's like, well, you can't join the basketball team. It's halfway through the fucking year. Get out of here. Uh, and he's like, I got to join a team, though. Coach, tell me the way. And she points him to the synchronized swimming team. Yes. Which we just sort of jump mid-scene into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, because why not? <laughs> yeah, well, there's too much to cover. Yeah. <laughs> so Sam is uh, talking to two of these synchronized swimmers. They're telling him that he needs to, uh, I don't know. The fucking... Yeah, find a water-themed nickname to go back on his Letterman robe. Yes. It's a Letterman robe, not, not a, jacket, a jacket. Which is, could be a big wrench in his, in his plan. Uh, and he asks if Trouty Mouth will work, which there's an entire <laughs> original song penned by Santana herself called Trouty Mouth. Oh, my God. That is, oh, that is bullying. Yeah. <laughs> Someday, uh, I mean, some someday we need the second verse of that song. Someday we do, and you're gonna write it, right, Sam? I don't know if that's true. <laughs> so the synchronized sim- swimming team seems pretty intense. Uh, yeah, and then we meet their coach, Roz Washington, who, who is, she's played by Nene Leakes. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like I had no idea that I knew who Nene Leakes was until I figured out that this was Nene Leakes. Yeah, like, she's um. So she's a former housewife of yes. somewhere. Mm-hmm. I can't remember where. Uh, that Ryan Murphy took a shine to, yeah. basically, okay. and had her on his show. He then had her on his next show, The New Normal. Interesting. So, hmm. She does have some pretty baller lines. I think she nails this monologue. Yeah, it's... I loved it so much. It was, it's good. It's very Even good. She is kind of just bullying this child that wants to <laughs> join her team. Whatever. Like, I don't care that she's just bullying this. Yeah. Well, she, it's more like she's tearing him down to build him up. Yeah. You yeah. Know? That's what it is. You can tell she's a good. Th- that's coach. what you call bullying when you're <laughs> a teacher bullying a student. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so uh, she tells she makes fun of his nipples, which is inappropriate. Obviously. Well, okay, yeah. but they're crooked. Did you ever notice they are actually <laughs> yeah. crooked though? Like, Court Overstreet's nipples, one of them is higher than the other okay, one. Okay, here's what I'm going to say. Maybe they ADR'd that line in because <laughs> his nipples look so weird in, like, most of the shots that they were like, we got to say something about it so that the internet does not give us too much shit yeah, about yeah, these yeah. crooked nipples. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, but she she also tells us she is very qualified to be running the swim team. Um, she's a, she's a, an Olympian. So. Yeah. She was she won in China. A bronze in uh, individual synchronized swimming, which I think is pretty fucking impressive for a high school yeah. swim coach. Yeah, it's it's very good. We also can't forget her classic line: "I have never seen lips like that on a white child." Yeah, <laughs> well, that's his trouty mouth for you. Yeah, that, that's it. I guess <laughs> that's it for you. Uh, so yeah, that's the that's the scene. I think it's good, right? Well, then yeah. Then the, the final part of the scene is: if you pee in my pool, I will kill you. Oh yeah, and it just cuts away. <laughs> I love that. And I'm like, okay. Again, I will th- kill you. Well, that's <laughs> like, she's intense. 
one of my favorite parts about this episode for the most part is that the cinematography as we're talking about how they don't finish any of these scenes they just like cut after a line um it holds on people's faces for like an uncomfortably long amount of time which is I not prefer that to the fucking shaky cam swap swap mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> there was one point during um the first musical number where it just like held on Britney's face for like two hot seconds and I was like, this is fine. Yeah. Let's just look <laughs> at like, yeah, Morris. Let's just keep doing this. <laughs> yes, definitely. Well, that's, I mean, the thing is, it's just, it doesn't feel realistic because no. there's oh. a lot of like pauses that are just too long. Like someone would have said something or changed their facial expression. You know what I mean? Like, sorry, Sam, that you expected glee. <laughs> Yeah, you're no, you're right. You're right. This is my fault. I expect <laughs> something differently. You came in with this expectation that, like, oh, yeah. I want this buck wild show that invented a thing that just is slushing a person <laughs> to be a realistic show. Are you, I'm so glad we got a slushy in this episode it was, so you could see yeah, one. It was, yeah, it was very synchronized. Uh, so th- in this next moment, Finn shames Sam's new swimming venture. <laughs> like, that he has a death wish. <laughs> Sam is very excited. Like, he goes to tell Finn, and Finn's like, what the fuck are you doing? Don't look at me. Walk away. Walk away. I don't want to be associated with you. He has Lepper. so many different buck wild moods. He's in horrible. This, yeah. In this episode, it is just, he jumps just constantly. And I'm like, you, boy, please. Yes. Um, we hate but Finn. He, yeah. Sam gets slushied because apparently everyone hates synchronized swimming. Also. Which, why? Oh, hey, Rick, the stick is alive. That's true. Thank God, I guess. That, um, one of the, the character who, like, says, like, take that, dude, as, he, as he's walking <laughs> away. I can't remember his line. I think it's better than that. Um, he That's Rick the Stick. He okay. was running for class president. Okay. Uh, but then was in a medically induced coma. <laughs> so, he, but, so he got disqualified so from it the was, election. It wasn't medically induced, Maggie. It was physically induced by <laughs> getting checked in hockey. Like, by playing hockey. Yeah. But then that's just never resolved, and then just here he is back on his feet, slushing a, yeah. well, a, poor, a poor whiny boy. He's not a main character. He's not a main character. Yeah, it's... I mean, I'm just glad to see he's could alive. You, could you really define any of these people's main characters? That's a good question. <laughs> 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 Whose story is this, you know? Who knows? Uh, so, yeah, so he gets, um, Sam gets slushied by Rick the Stick and two cronies yeah. from the hockey team. That's why they have mullets, because yeah. they are hockey players. Oh, yes, that must be it. <laughs> And it's all in front of Mercedes. And uh, yes. but then she gets pulled away by Shane. Yeah, as she's trying to like brush him off. Oh, this slushy on him. Yeah, Shane's like, baby, get away from, get away from him. I'm gonna walk you to study hall. <laughs> yeah, Shane. It's, it's one line. Yeah, Shane gets a little territorial. Um, which is a real good mark for Shane. This storyline sucks, so I don't is he care. Is really a character? Or is he just sort of a cardboard cutout? That's rude. Um, so then, how's it rude? It's not. I'm. I'm being rude towards the show. I know. Like, I know. Why is Shane so one-dimensional? Just like a cardboard cutout. So because next, because Maggie, scene. we care about the white characters. That's right. It's because I'm white, right? Anyway, no. um. So, <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, so the we next get to the next scene yeah. it's in the um, auditorium. Yeah, um, yeah, it's shoes rocking hips. Yeah, that everyone keeps talking about. All yes. the boys are like, "Shoot, you've got the best hips. Your, your, your <laughs> hips, man. Your hips are so good. You just need to show Emma your sick hip moves." I'm like, "Hello." Like, well, the best part is ugh. before we even get to the hips, Artie dismisses the like girls of Glee, oh, like yeah. their contributions this, as this being sappy. Line is gross. 
where he's yeah. like, they're, he's, they're gonna try to neuter you, Mr. Shoe. They'll even, they'll even make you cry, which I, I bring that up mostly because it's going to become relevant later, but, um... Yeah, so we, so, get, we get a number, and this is supposed to be like the rock and roll love song, I guess. It's definitely a number. I'll give it that. Yeah, it's a mashup between Moves Like Jagger by Maroon 5 and Jumping Jack Flash. By the Rolling Stones. That's right. Mick Jagger, the, the reason. Yeah, so yeah. We've get, we get a full number with all the Glee boys that is then cut with um, Will dancing... <laughs> In, like, slow-mo? In, in, in a tank top. In a tank top instead of the t-shirt that he's wearing. <laughs> so this is a different time, right? Yeah. He he just goes to the auditorium in a different time to dance around in his tank top and basically the rest of the same outfit. Yeah, more dance whooshing, which has been a common theme this, yeah, this like, season. Why are, we, why are we, like, zoomed in on his biceps? Are we supposed to be attracted to Shu? It's because they're trying to trick you into thinking that Will Schuster is um, likable by showing muscles um, hmm. instead of, like... You know, make him, making him an actual good human being. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's... I mean, the it's choreography horrible. is kind of fun. Where's Kurt? Um, mostly because he's not involved with the girl number later. But neither is Quinn. So I guess maybe yeah. just some people got the boot this week. They're they just, just like... to make some cuts. Yeah. Um, uh, did you notice how much stage room was between the two groups of, like, singers well, and dancers? Yeah. It's because that way we don't have to look at Finn. <laughs> yeah, because Finn can't do the fucking dance, I bet. <laughs> but, like, the people that were doing the dance couldn't really do the dance because, like, they, they at the beginning of it, they weren't synchronized, like, at all. No, that's why they cut to Matthew Morrison doing those slow-mo whooshing Oh, yes, shots. of course, because they fucked up the dance. They had, they were like, we, <laughs> yes. we, need to film, we need to film this slow-mo dancing because we need to distract from the fact that these boys can't dance. I think that's yeah. absolutely what happened. That's exactly yeah. what happened. Welcome to Glee. Becky arrives during the performance. Um, she's out in the audience, and at the very end, she claps, she applauds for them. Um, Will and everyone else get uncomfortable and run off the stage. And yeah, and then Artie, um, Artie's like, well, this was our date. Wasn't that fun? And Becky's like, haha, good joke. Part two is at Breadsticks. Bitch. Like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there was a this is a plot. There was a part before this where um, Shu, after the number, was like, that was good, guys, but I, I don't want to sweat too much to trigger any of Emma's anything. Yeah. Which was like, a little sweet? I thought that was, was actually, like, like, sweet. It was, like, kind that of is, considerate. Yeah. And I was, like, surprised. Yeah. yeah. It's like, wow, that's, no, that's a thing that you should do. Yeah. That, that That's horrible because it, you shouldn't be surprised that Will is taking into consideration Emma's, I like, mean, he does it for the rest concerns. of, like, anything. Right, yeah. exactly. So exactly. I need to be surprised when he actually does seem to actually care about this woman he's so-and-so in yeah, love with. Yeah, and I mean, it's a shame that we are, really. It just shows that the show's bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, uh, we now know that they're gonna go on a date to breadsticks. Yeah, yeah. Let's okay. We're we're dancing around the bush here because the next scene <laughs> is one of the most inappropriate things. Um, Will has taken Finn ring shopping. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're not getting best friend rings. This is Emma's <laughs> engagement ring. No, they're getting engaged. Didn't you know? <laughs> they could be. Okay. So they're ring shopping, and Will asks Finn to be his best man. What the fuck? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like, does Will not have what happened he to have the, the the Rockefellers or whatever the fuck they were called? <laughs> they broke up a long, long time. ago. I know, but like, doesn't he have friends that are his own age and not high school students? No, no. that's that's why Will is such a sad person. That's his what, only friends are high school. So <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, and um. 
the the part that's really offensive about this is that then Shu has like a monologue about how great of a person Finn is, which is as we usually talk about bullshit and also oh, terrible. It's, it's such a circle jerk because they're like he's like I see myself in you yeah. <laughs> and then like compliments him. But I mean he the specifically I wanted to point out the part where he says you taught me more about being a man than anyone. And also yeah, he I- says you're not afraid to cry. Okay. Tell me the last time that Finn cried. I'm not sure Cory Monteith can cry, like, on command. <laughs> can he really, like, express? Sort of. Well, yeah. if, if you're looking for gassy or, <laughs> ups, like, constipated, then yes. Uh, he can do angry pretty oh, well, okay. yes. Um, especially when he's... Uh, yes, my favorite feelings in men. Yeah. Constipated and angry. That's really the two, though. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Uh, so, oh, uh, yeah, Finn... Um, after this, like, touching moment, well, supposedly touching moment where he's accepting well, the best man. I mean, Will knowing their relationship. about, like, oh, you'll keep me in check because <laughs> you're a teenager. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to take this, like, teenager to my bachelor party. <laughs> which uh, which I, I was like, what are you going to do? Like, go to, like, Chuck E. Play, Cheese's? Like, come on. Golf. Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> oh, man. I really want to play mini golf. <laughs> uh, they'll, or maybe they'll, like, See a movie. Uh, what a great bachelor party! Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they'll go to New York and see a show. They'll see Ma- April Road show on mm-hmm. Broadway mm-hmm. and and cry about how Will didn't get a Tony. Um, yeah. Or or they'll see a special kind of movie and they'll have some touching moments. If you know what I mean. Wink. Ew! <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Let's move far, far away from what you just said. So Finn. Uh, decides to con- like confide in Will oh, yeah. that he has a new plan for his future. Yeah. He's ta- been talking to a recruiter, but not a football recruiter because no. he's very bad at football. Yeah. Uh, he's he's bad at everything. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You, you know, you've got this show down. You know, I know exactly what's parts. going on. Uh, so Finn tells Will that he's going to join the army to follow in his father's footsteps. Which yeah. shoe you could like I mean, I think I'm not sure how exactly in universe we're supposed to read this, but my interpretation is that Shu immediately realizes how far over the line this relationship has come in that moment. <laughs> and like, you just see the look on his face. just like, yeah. what the fuck am I doing? I mean, like, in his head, he's like, I need an adult. I, I yeah, need to talk to I someone mean, who knows what's going on. When your on. student comes up to you and it's like, yeah, I want to be like my dad, you know, except for the dying part. Yeah, well, an actual line that Finn says yeah. to his teacher. So many, like, if warning alarms are already going off as you're at this, like, engagement, like, yep. this engagement ring store, like, they should be going off, like, full Blair right yeah, now. Yeah, this, this relationship is inappropriate. It's not good. Yeah, it's um, pretty bad. I mean, Will is supposed to be, like, a Finn father figure. Yeah, exactly. Maybe Bert is supposed to be. Yeah, he's the better one. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe Will is upset because Finn isn't following in his footsteps and becoming a Uh, failure of a choir teacher. That's right. Uh, He's not becoming a not Spanish teacher. So, Uh, oh right, he's a Spanish teacher. We're gonna actually have that plot in a couple episodes, and I'm very excited for it. To it as well. So the next scene is um. Because that one's over. It's done. <laughs> Literally, all I wrote for this next scene is Santana is savage. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and I love her. So the Glee girls are interrogating Will for, like, backstory about him and Emma uh, so that they can sing 
a very sad song. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's called The First Time Ever I Saw Your Face, and at least two characters cry. Well, so. I, Maggie, I wrote down a note. Rachel cries because she's not afraid. Also, Tina. Yeah, so well, look at, like, <laughs> also, so the song. Rachel's dress, this bothered me. It had, like, a little strappy bits, like, yeah, across the strappy it. Bits one of the them top. was twisted. The top one was twisted. <laughs> and, like, every time it cut to her, I was like, what are you doing? Fix it. Fix like, it. Fix it. You've got all these close-ups where it's just your face and this one twisted strap. Was it twisted in every single shot? No, it was, y- yes, it was. Okay. It was never fixed in between shots. Well, that's at least consistent. Yeah, consistently bad. <laughs> like, the show. <laughs> Yeah, so the the worst part about this is we get a montage of, I guess, what's first times that people ever saw faces. Because here's the thing. If that's the case, then Tina and Mike met for the first time at a park for a picnic? Like, Were they, hu- were they hugged? <laughs> like, is that really date. the yeah. first time they ever met? Like, I don't... I, it's oh, not. My, my thought was maybe it's the first time they ever did it. Yeah, that's what I sort of thought, too, because we got, we got, like, an in-depth story about their first time a couple episodes back. Mm. Um, so, but yeah, maybe. Tina never mentioned it was in a public park, which no. honestly would have made that story a lot better. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so um, the, the real one that is just boggling to me is that Rachel in, like... I can, I can necklace. Oh that yeah, takes up half the shot. Are you talking about that like black turtleneck necklace situation? <laughs> yes, it's just like massive had... gold necklace. And, if like... we're supposed to reference like the styling of Rachel in the pilot for this around this time, like she did yeah. not dress like this. She no. dressed a lot more 2008. Let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, that's but my thing is if. I, I can I can only justify this by saying that this must be in Rachel the character's head because <laughs> there's no way in hell that she passed by Finn in the hallway for the first time ever and then Finn did a double take. Like, that did not happen. Finn <laughs> Finn not. did not know who she was when we started yeah. the show. Like yeah. he doesn't give two shits about who she is or the who she was. The first time they meet is when they sing "Sit Down, You're Rocking the Boat," right? Or no, it's a no, it's, it's a after that. Number. Yeah, they do the grease number, which is like yeah. the where Rachel tries to like eat him, like swallow him she whole. She does. Her eyes get so big, you can just see her her maw sort of unhinged. Yep, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, instead of Shane in Mercedes' mind during these little montages, it's Sam. Uh oh. Uh oh. No. So we're gonna actually discuss that because we can't just leave it unpacked. On and we, the and we can't. We, I mean, we also can't skip over Brittany and Santana. Oh, oh of course. Like, it's how, how, so how dare cute. both of you almost skip over this really Brittana. important moment? Yes, Brittany's like, big. How dare you? I, I did write. I did write it in my notes that they their first moment was in the locker room, like just smiling at each other, that like wasn't over their a first locker. Moment. It definitely was not. Are you sure? Like it can't have been. I mean, I don't know. Because, it's like, adorable. Whatever it is. It's the implication that they're already, like, on the team together. Yeah. So, so they couldn't have, like, already, like, well, not, like, not met. Brittany, Brittany might have arrived, you know, somewhat suddenly. No, because they've been friends for, like, a long time. Yeah. And how do we, Sam's how do we know that? that? Sam's saying that because Brittany's actually an alien. <laughs> okay, I'm not even going to ask. So the next no, scene. No, <laughs> it, it, it makes it so that, like... The writers aren't writing this sub- this person who is apparently like illiterate. Mm-hmm. Instead, they're writing an alien who doesn't know human culture. Ah, uh, yes. So it's not that she's like basically. Dumb. She's just yeah, basically like 
offensively dumb. <laughs> Instead, she's an alien. Yeah. Um, but so the next scene, uh, we're in the girls' bathroom, one of our favorite places to go when we have a dramatic moment. Um, Mercedes is crying She because she's not afraid. Um, and she's crying about Sam and Santana. Tina and Rachel give her some advice about how I she should listen to her heart. all ran after her. Like, yeah. they're friends. Like, yeah. she didn't do a damn thing, but he shouldn't go in the girls' bathroom anyway, and I would have been more he, concerned and, if he had yeah. showed up. He shouldn't be part of the conversation. I'm glad he didn't even try to yeah. go after them. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, they discuss how it's like, oh, no, maybe you do have feelings for Sam. Follow your heart. <laughs> that's, that's it. Yeah, and then we it's move like the to the next. That arc for this oh. session, this episode, right? I don't know. I don't sort remember of. anything. So, uh, the next scene. Yeah. The Maggie, We're do you want to hear, hear, hear my title for this scene? Yeah. Why is their Christmas tree not white? Because we're in Shu's apartment, which yeah. is where Emma lives with him, and it and she was talking to her racist, terrible parents, and like her her mom starts it all off by being something like, "Why is their Christmas tree still up? It's the middle of February or something." Yeah. Like, January, who knows? But yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's, I who cares? It the racist return. Yes. Um, Ugh. It's horrible. Will should never have even talked to these people again. The first time they met, we we find out that they're quote unquote ginger supremacists. What is that? Okay. It means it means they're racist. Yeah, we got some clips okay. about them being just openly racist they're, to people. They're they are white supremacists. Yeah, I mean I got that from um, Comrade Obama still allows Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they hated John Stamos because he was too brown. Because, well, specifically because he was too Italian, even, because he, there's no chance that he could essentially produce ginger offspring. Um, which yeah. just plays into, like, and it tries to make it a big joke. about yeah. Will, because Will has, like, auburn hair. Mm, okay. And also, okay. yeah, if he's German, it means that he might have Viking ancestry. Like, there's a whole ton of shit that happened that was just, They're like, racist, weird, like, jokes about how people could be white supremacists i guess like not good not good glee they are white supremacists no they are retrospect here they are white supremacists and like we got upset last time that they were on the show because will had them over for dinner without asking emma if it was okay Mm. um and then once he learned that they were supremacists he did not ask them to leave his home. He just let them stay I mean, that, for dinner. That makes sense for Will Schuster. Doesn't, Doesn't it? it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but essentially, this scene, I mean, there's like the offhand banter that is just awful. Will asks for the blessing to marry Emma. They refuse to give it. Um, and then they tell yeah, him that he should really reconsider. That. Like, yeah. Emma's dad actually says, We don't give you permission. Right, um, which yeah, which is not what Will was asking for. He was asking for like a blessing, I guess. Um, yeah, and then they they just nag Emma again, which they did last time, mm-hmm. and it's fucking horrible. Yeah, where they're just like, you know, she she needs stuff clean. She's got serious problems. Yeah, which it sucks. Yeah, well, I mean, Shu Shu learns from this because he does it to Emma later in this episode. So let's yeah. move on. Um, Glee's awful. Because the Glee Club is confronting Artie about quote using Becky, and they tell yeah, her that yeah they tell him he can't he shouldn't lead her on to think that something's happening. Yeah, well, this is framed as the Becky Vention. Yeah, that is what they call it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, and um, I mean it's bad, right? Like yeah, 
This yeah. is not no, a good it's thing. terrible. But I mean, okay, so we we get a little clip of the breadsticks date. It looks like it was cute and fun. Um, Artie says he had a good time. Um, and then after yeah, everyone's what, like, don't lead her on. Uh, her favorite Ar- movie, she lists as Schindler's oh, yeah. List. Yeah. Uh, Toy Story 3 being a close second. But I think Phil's... <laughs> they are... share some similar artistic choices, though. I think, yeah. Because, like, there's that bit where the toys almost die. No, yes. was, like, I was going to say it, but I didn't want to. That's really terrible. Yeah. yeah. That's mean... <laughs> maybe the worst thing we've said so far. Okay, hey. so... So, Artie, but back in the choir room, uh, Finn, I think, says something that's like, well, you don't want to lead her on to think that something could happen. And Artie's like, you guys are full of shit, and I hate all of you. Like, he's like, you guys need to, like, stop being so shitty about other people, which is the whole reason we are in this mess in the first place. Because we're all, we're all tired of people being shitty towards us. Why are we so shitty to other people? Like That's right. Um, And Santana does, is like, yeah, I'm not really worried about this, like, you leading her on. I'm worried that she's, like, a horrible bitch. <laughs> Which is very good. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. Santana knows her. They, they're they co-captains of right, the Cheerios. Yes. yes. So, because, yeah. They are. Uh, they are, so she's, yeah. She's seen... They have the time to do that so often. I, so often Santana is off doing that. <laughs> totally. <laughs> she's not always on screen doing Glee Club garbage. So, she, she's, you know, she wears her, like, cheerleader uniform so often in this episode yeah well i don't even know if they're like doing cheer stuff like did they well they lost didn't they or was that last season i think that was last season (laughs) oh shit i have no idea honestly i think they realized that yeah the unholy trinity is still gonna win nationals for cheerios together like that's part of this year well that's sweet yeah we all had sex with puck the same year (laughs) they're they're bonded for life that's how it works. It, it does. So the next scene um, is another intervention of sh- of sorts. Yeah, well... It's for Finn this time, though. But, Maggie, we got to tread real light here, because um, Glee also made it very clear. Finn shouldn't join the army, but we still support the troops. We, we, we support the <laughs> troops, but Finn yeah. shouldn't join the army. That's a bad thing. Like, Will essentially narked, which is he did. hilarious he to me. <laughs> which is... Like, honestly, probably one of the only good teacher things that yes. we ever... Yeah, not only that, it's just a good human thing. Like, he was like, I am not competent enough to do this. Yeah. I'm going to go find an adult who can who can help me. <laughs> so I think it's the only time that Schuster's actually done something good as a teacher. Yes, so no. I... a few other things, but I think this is one of the most standout ones. Yeah. <laughs> Which, it's, it's surprising that it was so hard to get to this point. Like, yeah. Anyway. So they're at McKinley for this. Um, and we've got a whole group here. We've got uh, Finn's parents, Carol, mm-hmm. and his stepdad, Bert, who is mm-hmm. also Kurt's dad. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and Emma and Will. And, and part of me is like, why is Emma here? She's the counselor. I know, but then... Why is Will here? Th- yeah. That's really the question. Yeah. <laughs> are, we, are we... In theory, are we in his Spanish classroom? Yeah, in I think theory, so. We're in a classroom. It's just a classroom. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're I've in never classroom seen Will in class. Two. Yeah, we're we're in one of the two classrooms where they film all the classroom oh, yes, scenes. Yes, yes, of course. I'm sorry. <laughs> How dare I? Um, and uh, I think maybe they're here so that Emma can facilitate this conversation. Yeah, but she doesn't I... speak. She says a few things. I think um, she has a, a lot, line. Though. Yeah, she's like, "We all need to talk about this or something." <laughs> But, yes, the the most counselor line. But but Bert really um 
really takes the cake here for like good speeches. Yes. I think uh, he usually does. I he feel. does. He it's true. Um, he tells Finn uh, that he know it's like you know what I want. I want you to take over the tire shop. That part's a little like oh, okay. Fuck off about what you want. <laughs> I I do have to agree. I was like okay, like I understand mostly because. I remember when I watched it the first time, I, I when watching it the second, I was like, I'm trying, I remember that Glee like tries to make it very clear that none of the characters here are like against the military. And like Bert does say that he essentially says something along the lines of like, I'm, I'm not, not anti-military, military, but yeah. I don't want, I don't want my future plans ruined. Like, <laughs> like yeah, I like, have future plans and you're ruining them by considering well, joining the military. I mean, okay. So we, there could have been stuff off screen that we didn't see. True. Um, in regards to this, because Glee does that. Um, and I don't know. I think, uh, like, Finn complains a lot about not having, like... Any talent. Uh, any talent or, like... Anything special. That makes him special. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or, like, a future. And Bert is like, hey, you're good at this. Uh, and here's a future path for you. Which I think is sort of a nice thing for yeah. him to do. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, but here's the real kicker of this scene. Um... Well, because Finn, Finn, is, Finn explains that he wants to join the military because he's so masculine that he has to prove that he's masculine. Um, well, it's sort of like an Oedipal complex sort of thing with his dad. What is that? Yeah. Um, I, mean, I think that's... Dad-wise? Daddy issues? That's just, I would just call it daddy issues at this point. Finn's got yeah. daddy issues, so he needs to like follow his dad's legacy. Yeah. So Carol, Carol reveals... That Finn's dad has, well, he died of a drug overdose after a dishonorable discharge and, like, yes. mental issues um, that were caused by being in the military. Yes. Um, which really puts the light of Finn saying all those things about how he wants to follow in his father's footsteps in, like, just yeah. a really horrible light. It like, is, this it's show like the most is. grim context when you take in, like, the R, like, stuff that happened in real life. Yeah. Stuff that's implied yeah. on the show, maybe. Like, we're yeah, not really yeah, sure yeah. yet because we have, neither of us have gotten to that. Point yeah, but where like, Finn dies in the, in the show itself. Yeah. So. But, like, this show is fucking cursed. Like, this show it is. is horribly cursed like it's terrible and essentially finn gets really upset about this who wouldn't rightfully so like yeah. he's been lied to his whole yeah. life well and I, I do i do like what carol says i don't obviously lying to someone for their whole life is not a great thing but she does say that she didn't want his dad to she wanted she wanted finn to think of his dad as more than just the sum of like the last months of his life yeah. um which and, i think uh, is she, fair she but. does tell him that she sees the best parts of his dad in him. Yeah. Um, um, and then she so. cries because she's not afraid to cry. But Carol, Finn doesn't. I think I think Carol na nails the monologue yeah, here, too. It's very good. Yeah. We but, get some pretty good, like, side performance. Yeah. Are they yeah. main characters? Carol? Mm, sort of. Well, yeah. That's how everyone's a main character. I would say she's like a third tier <laughs> okay. character. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, she's below Bert on the, like, importance of characters. And it's that's true. But, yeah. I do like um, Bert, though. Bert's Finn great. Finn doesn't cry during this scene though. I just want well, to point out. Cory Monteith maybe not be able to. I know, but like. So he I'm does just... make a like a face that looks like he's in pain. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just I just want to harp on this because. Some water on his face, I guess. Yeah. I just want to harp on this because Will specifically called out that Finn isn't afraid to cry, and Finn never yeah. fucking cries. Like. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So, uh, that's the scene, and like I said, it's it's sort of grim. Yeah. yeah. Look, when we 
take it in retrospectively, let's continue forward. Yeah, so we need to cut to something a bit lighter, like, you know, getting sent nudes. And then yeah. showing them immediately to a teacher. Yeah, so, so Becky propositions Artie for sex. Like, straight up. Like, she's like, hey, this Friday, we're gonna do it. Yeah. It's not even a proposition. It's like, no, no this is, this Just is letting like, him know. Hey, by <laughs> the way, put you're- this on your GCAL. Yeah. Like, this is happening. Oh, she's so uh, great. I and love her. she's like, uh, yeah, I've um, sent you a little preview of what you're going to get on Friday night. <laughs> and then walks away after patting Artie on the shoulder. He checks his phone because it bleeps. And he's like, oh. And he panics. And he immediately takes it to Sue. <laughs> yeah. And then, well, like, Sue is just looking at this news. Yes. <laughs> he just hands Sue the phone and she's just like, hmm. This is like trafficking child porn. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then, like, her immediate thing is just like, well, didn't Brittany ever send you to the lady pictures? No, no, no. She says her immediate... even more, hor- more horrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give it to me, Sam. Her immediate reaction is, well, she's got a shapely little body, doesn't she? Which Yikes. is... <laughs> That's so much worse than just looking at it. <laughs> I mean... It's horrible. My only consolation is that he didn't take it to Will, which I think would have been... Yeah. ...really horrible. Um, but yeah, so Sue... To her credit, Sue does play this off in a way that I think is maybe one of the best things we've gotten from a teacher this episode, which is like, hey, you should treat her like you would treat anyone else. You went on that date with her. Do you want to go on another date? And Ari's like, no. And Sue was like, then you should tell her that. Like, ta-da. But yeah, like, the, the like, nude hey, thing just, um, is really horrible. <laughs> yeah, just tell her the truth. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's the scene. It's done. Yeah, that's the scene. Uh, the next one is in Wemma's apartment. Emma is deconstructing their tree. Which she started taking down on New Year's Day. Yeah, and we're supposed to assume that this is, like, mid-January, maybe? Maybe yeah. mid-January? Uh, so she and Will sit down for a serious talk, basically. Yeah. Uh, where she's like, do you want to be with me? That's, mm-hmm. like, her main question here, because she's like, I thought I asked you to marry me. And you didn't say anything, yeah. so yeah. Well, <laughs> here we Will are. Will does scoff at the idea that a woman could ask a man to marry her. Like, it's... yeah, that, that barf face is <laughs> real, Becca. Um, I'm sure. But, I wrote down, yeah. I would date Emma in a heartbeat, anything to get her away from this garbage fire. Yeah, he is a big pile. This of garbage. whole scene is just a garbage fire. Yeah, yeah, because, because like we yeah. know that Will is gonna. Er- marry Emma because he's already done this shit with the Glee Club right yeah. so like we know that he's sure he's positive he's positive and now he's just like I need to be a real ass about uh, yeah now he's like taunting her now, now like, it's just like oh how am I gonna know that your illness isn't gonna get in the way of my happiness I don't know I, I guess it's well, like sharing his anxieties but, but no. in the worst shittiest way <laughs> yeah yeah the problem that I have is that it definitely comes off as Will mansplaining to Emma how bad her mental illness is yeah because he says shit like <laughs> yeah. it sometimes it just so seems hopeless. hopeless yeah and it's like yeah you think Emma doesn't fucking know that you piece of garbage she's dealing with this like taking medication doing therapy like she's already do like fucking chill out Will like sorry yeah. that she's taking a little bit longer to take down your tree yeah. like, don't listen to the white supremacists god damn it like fuck it's only been like a year since you two started dating like calm down and like let her like she's on the road to recovery they just like let her go down it on her own fucking terms like it's her issue yeah well that's and one of the things that i really hate too is that essentially will forces emma to like neg herself Mm -hmm. by being like my problem like yeah i know that i have some really serious issues yeah it's true it's just it sucks 
This is so horrible. And I'm, yeah, I, like, I would date Emma to take her <laughs> away from Will. And, like, come on. Like, Emma yeah, deserves I mean, to be who happy. Yeah, I mean, date Emma? You saw, you saw how <sighs> cute she looked in that wedding dress at the oh, beginning yes, of this yes. episode? Her, her That's true. Her topper. Her birthday was mm, something, but, you know. Uh, she she uh she closes off the scene by being like i mean you're gonna have to take the all of me yeah toothbrushes rubber gloves and all this she's really strong really throughout the whole scene even though like her like boyfriend's being the literal sack of shit yeah garbage fire that he is and she's just like i'm trying to explain this in a civilized way while i want to like literally strangle you except i won't (laughs) i mean no she loves will because the show makes her love will uh so she doesn't (laughs) react she doesn't love will she doesn't she doesn't she doesn't because in a a realistic way she wouldn't right but the show has to have her love will because white men wrote and directed this (laughs) and will is the literal christ allegory (laughs) Well, I also, would be more interested if she had a, th- a fling with Terry. <laughs> Me too. So, floating a new idea here. Blaine inceptioned her to love Will. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I love this. <laughs> because, um, like, so that's... evil. We should, I, we should, I should tell you that. Um, yeah, if you don't know that part, what? it doesn't make a lot of sense. Blaine so, is an evil demigorgon type of creature. Yeah, he's, like, um, sort of like a trickster god, basically. Okay. Who's, like... He, there's mm-hmm. some sort of um, reason why he's going after Kurt. He's been trying to ruin Kurt's life. I mean, isn't that how the show ends? Spoiler alert! How, isn't that how the show ends anyway? I'm not sure. Maybe. <laughs> I've I've heard I've heard that Blaine is really shitty to Kurt in the future, which is is also helping to like shade it in the story. Our theory. Yeah. Um, that Blaine is evil. Yeah. Um. So and, and this is like some more metatextual garbage, but um, so Blaine kidnapped Emma a while ago. Uh, during all of season two, basically, <laughs> kept her at Dalton, which is the, this magical semi-permanent uh, realm. Okay. Uh, <laughs> replaced her with a golem, who then married John Stamos. <laughs> and and also was like super like not great like. That Emma was really shit. Like mainly, this is a way for us to explain how season two Emma was so drastically different from season one and season three Emma. Yeah, it's not just like poor character writing. It's that it's... she was literally replaced. Okay, o- okay. <laughs> I I think I'm missing out on some shit, but I don't need y'all to go back in time yeah, and explain it. You to don't. Me. You don't need to. Maybe just listen to our whole back catalog. Yeah. There's, a, uh, there's about oh, I don't know uh, the. 50 episodes, uh, uh, 50 uh, hours I'll just or so hop right on that. Yeah. yeah, that'll be the rest of my road trip. <laughs> Making my but father I, listen to a Glee podcast. Don't do that. That's so cruel. <laughs> the, the next episode, or sorry, not the next scene in this next episode. next scene, Rachel awkwardly being the third wheel on uh, Finn and Kurt's date. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Because she doesn't speak basically at all. Yeah, okay, so Finn is in love with Kurt, but he doesn't really recognize that about himself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're brothers, yeah. and they can't be. Yeah. Well, um, honestly, that might make it more enticing for Finn. The The thing is, he's masculine, and he doesn't think that being gay is very masculine. Yeah, he's, so. he's super homophobic in general. <laughs> I mean, isn't everyone <laughs> in this fucking show? He, he was like, oh, synchronized swim and glee team, a death wish. Oh, what? Because they're like... But anyway, yeah, the the other the big note that I took away from the scene, Kurt snaps at waiters, which is just gross. Like Yeah, yeah. sucks. 
such, such a bad yeah. character element to add to like, Kurt. Kurt. Kurt would be one of those people that snaps their fingers at waiters. <laughs> he would be. Because he yeah. asked for two cheesecakes. They're lamenting about Niata acceptance. Yeah, and, like, it's really shitty what they're doing because, like, Finn's here. He just, like, this is, like, the like night after, the, like, the revelation yeah. with, like, his whole family. And he's trying to, like... You know, You'd be there with his family and his about, girlfriend. Yeah. And then meanwhile, these two are like, we're talking about us yeah. now. And I'm like, guys. <laughs> They're complaining about their own lives. Your and boy then toy's Finn, suffering. And then Finn does is like, I just can't believe this is happening to me. And like, then like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. And then he's like talking about how there's nothing special in his life. And then Rachel with, just with zones right out. There. She's yeah, like, like, I'm going to fantasize. It's another non-diegetic song. Um, She starts singing without you. Um, But yeah, here's the weird thing thing about this transition for me is that like Finn is like oh there's just nothing special in my life and then Rachel's like I can't win like in this song like, it's like no she, he doesn't realize how special I am exactly like, that's no how it read to me I mean no. that's such a Rachel Berry thing though yes. that it tracks well that that's the thing when we were when Chris and I were watching this that was Chris's thing is like he's like Finn just had this little, like, a diatribe about how he's like, why can't I have anything special in my life? And Rachel is sitting right next to him. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. how would you feel if your, like, SO was like, God, my life is shit. Like, I don't have anything worth living for. And then you're just but like... I don't know. Like, I think it's it's such a selfish way to think yeah, about this. When, like, is. Finn has had, like, a pretty traumatic day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, my I problem... Th- I found it, like, pretty funny, actually. <laughs> like darkly yeah. humor yeah. dark humor but you know yeah my, my big thing is yeah white male straight cis finn is like <laughs> why can't i have anything special in my life um well but <laughs> i i get that he's like he's he's distraught he's creating right. a lot of his own drama though. oh yeah <laughs> he's creating no, that's almost all of his own drama yeah, yeah, he he wanted to emulate his father or whatever because he thinks that being super masculine means you have to, like, go to the army and prove how masculine you are. And it's like, yeah. Finn, just get over it. Like, just make out with Kurt a little bit and then <laughs> apologize to Blaine because it'll piss off Blaine, but you also, already like doing that anyway, so. Also apologize to Santana for outing her. Also that, yep, please, um, at any point would be great. Like, it should have been much sooner than this, but. yeah. Just sort of, like, deal with your own issues, stop being so homophobic, and stop tying Rachel Berry to yourself um, in a way that's just going to ruin her life. That was was my reaction to Without You when Rachel's singing. I was like, Rachel, you could do so much better and not have such (laughs) a drag on your life. Like, Like, like we just hate Finn, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah. And Rachel is obviously sort of buying into this, um, like, forced heterosexuality buying yeah yeah <laughs> buying ah! that was so good uh because she is a bi icon yes it's yes, true. yes 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 I mean, um quinn's right there <laughs> yes. uh so yeah um it gets she's using finn as sort of a placeholder yes and yeah. like being like look well, how straight and normal i am i have just, the jock boyfriend well yeah to be... what, what she did was she was like oh Quinn Fabray is perfect and beautiful. I'm just gonna steal her boyfriend when really that's this is, what she wants to steal. This has been my exact theory yes. for multiple seasons: is that she loves Quinn. Yeah, it's well, that's theory. I was gonna say Finn did ejaculate in a hot tub with Quinn, so like you're almost to Quinn. If you're, if you're Finn, you're um, a third degree away. And he did get hard when at that at that picnic that they had well, the first time. Well, hard or. 
question or mark? Or did he come in his pants? It's hard to say. <laughs> it's hard to say, and he doesn't establish it later in this episode anyway. Well, yeah, but, thank, so God anyway, that, thank God they to, don't mention that. To finish that off, to finish off the number, um, Finchel gets really gross. They're like making I mean, out in front of everyone. I have a few things I want to talk about before yeah, that. Let's talk oh. about without you. Um, okay, well, sure. I have to talk about Blaine's outfit when it okay. comes to him. Yeah, Blaine's sure. outfit. The He's, green sweater. Well, yeah, because it's like a turquoise cardigan yeah. and then with like a sky blue button up underneath it. And then Kurt is wearing that, that hat. That fuzzy hat. <laughs> that that hat. hat. I... I don't know where these men learned what gays dress like. They, they don't know because they, they live they in Ohio. Clearly. And I'm just looking at them and I'm like, what is, what is this? Yeah. They got the bow tie and like they got all the elements. They got everything else wrong. Yeah. So Except this hat. We've, we've talked about it before, whether the show is gaslighting us into thinking that Kurt is fashionable. Because <laughs> that's the thing. I am... At this point, I am so skeptical because they're like, oh, this is fashionable because no one else would wear this. And I'm like, but no one else would wear that. Like, I think there are plenty of times where Kurt gets it right, but there are also plenty of times where he gets it wrong. And this fur hat is wrong. Is there. It is a sin. It's God. God. I just, all the couples during this number, just like, all being like, oh. Yeah, they all just sort of like share a look like, Yeah. Without you, bud. God. Hey, Brittany and Santana, though. They're Dude. cute. No. Yes. Yes, yeah. true. But, uh, yeah. Subventual kiss. Oh, God. Uh, it's like a long sort of, like, with Disgusting. tongues make it out. Definitely, yeah, I was going to say, it definitely has some tongue in there. My favorite part is that oh. Santana has they a fan... Hold, Brittany and Santana oh. do hold hands. Yeah. Oh, they do. <laughs> yes, very important. I'm glad you're here to keep us in check about Brittana, because, like... <laughs> Listen, it, I finished watching this episode, then I was like, I need to watch a compilation of any time that they interact with each other. <laughs> me. Okay, yeah. I, me hasn't watched Glee. I'm like, I need to watch a compilation of every time Brittany and Tintin interact. Um, I, I have some really great fan fiction for you after oh, this. Yeah. Yes, but listen, it's not, it's sort of Britanna, but it's also Santana slash bread. Because <laughs> she loves breadsticks. Like the restaurant? Or... Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Well, the fan fiction is just bread, though. Uh... Yeah, it's just bread. Okay. <laughs> anyway. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about this off recording. Yeah. Uh, so Santana, like, slays the conversation oh, yes. here. She destroys. Uh, because Finchel are kissing, and she's like, you know, I thought that was good, Rachel. I thought you did a good job singing that. Uh, but I didn't realize the assignment was make everything about Rachel Berry uh, and force everyone to watch. Which is like, hey. That's the show, Santana. <laughs> but to be fair, also the show. She was like, "Can it, Santana? That was great." Like, be quiet, Santana. No one wants to hear from you. No one wants to hear from the queer woman of color. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. <sighs> so that's the scene. Um. Yeah, and well, then Sam comes up to Will at the end of the scene and he's like, "I have a great idea." Well, yeah, there's like, a okay, there's, sure. There's a little scene in there where Sue spies on Emma um, yeah, as she's like scrubbing Emma. a coffee pot but because th- that's like, returning to like a classic Will theme of, of like, spying on people. Of, yeah, 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 spying. Okay, and then and then we cut to the the, the start of the next number where first we're in Emma's office and she's like setting up those flyers yep. and one of them says so you're a spinster yes well yes her pamphlets are so good she makes her own pamphlets i love them 
Because there's another one that's dying alone. And the third one is happily never after. And all of them have like these beautiful pictures of like old women on them. Like, <laughs> it's just like, man, you have one like slightly awkward cut. Well, pretty awkward, pretty damn awful conversation with your yeah. boyfriend. You're like, I'm, I'm, I'm a spinster. I'm a spinster. <laughs> Can't go fall in love with a woman or anything. I'm just going to guess I'm just a spinster. So, yeah, the scene begins with oh, Will yeah, coming into her office and being like, take my hand. Do you trust me? <laughs> and, and then I'm like, no, you've done nothing to prove your trust. Uh, he takes Emma into the hallway where she gets roses from a variety of characters. I yeah. think that, like, Shannon is in there. Yeah. Is Sue's Sue in, in there? there? Sue's in there. Sue's, like, the, like the last one of the teachers. How yeah. weird. Yeah, it was very, it was bizarre. And I'm like, what was the conversation that Shu had to have with Sue? To get this to work. I don't know. Yeah, because... Maybe somebody else talked to her? Maybe, like, one of the Glee Club kids? I don't know. I mean, to be fair, maybe it's just because Jane Lynch was, like, is... uh, probably like a nice is is a nice person in general probably in real life i don't know um but like earlier in the episode when emma was singing the um wedding bell blues number like sue is like jovial in the background and stuff like emma's imagination yeah yeah i don't know so i mean she's here because she's on the show Right. That's the only reason why that's the reason okay yeah uh so they they go to the pool the synchronized swimming pool uh, to, to see a, swing, a synchronized swimming number. It's here. Uh, they sing We Found Love, uh, Rihanna's We Found Love. V- very good song choice. I'll yeah. That. Rachel is on lead with Santana, um, coming in for the other part. Santana should be lead, but okay. Yeah. And when did they rehearse this number? Because two seconds ago, Sam was like, I have this idea. And now suddenly they're here. It's and it's Glee. Well, welcome to Glee. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> they they literally prepare for sectionals like an hour beforehand. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I wrote a note here that says, fuck me, but I do enjoy a spectacle. Yeah, um, I loved it too. <laughs> yeah. Because like, also because at, if at the war, like at the best, this is at least a nice thing to do for Emma because Emma also yeah. enjoys the spectacle. Um, so like, I do like that for Emma as well because Will is a shitty person, and I do not want them he to is. get married. But like the fact that someone is doing this for Emma is very it's nice. nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, should we talk about how Artie gets into the pool? That he just rolls into it. <laughs> that he just rolls like full force, just into it. Is that normally how people in wheelchairs no. get into pools? <laughs> no. And then they they don't like, go wheelchair and all into the pool. Yeah, in the next. He's like on a floaty. He's on on like a floating chair. It's like, how the fuck did he get there? I don't know. Um, It is great, though. There's a point where Blaine is just held aloft by a bunch of women. (laughs) Yes. Yes. That's so great. Yeah, he blows a kiss at Emma. And this is where I am, like, this is where I'm getting most of the fodder for. I think that Emma is on Blaine's side in the diegesis argument. Because... He's like blowing her a kiss as in like and like obviously he's this is the only person that like interacts with Emma besides like Rachel singing at her I guess but yeah. like out of all of the glee club they had Blaine and I'm like Blaine is the one who kidnapped her last season like Yeah. Maybe maybe now they have like a special relationship <laughs> like There's a connection there's a connection there. Um maybe it's sort of like Emma is enslaved to yes. Blaine in some way. Ooh. I mean, that sounds terrible, but, like... Maybe she's, like, sold her soul to him or something. Ooh. That's, like, a demon thing. 
Yeah. No, that's fun. Um, but I mean, it was uh, nice. Becca, you're it's giving cute. me like a weird look. This is how we do it here. Uh, yep. Um, just once sort you, of, um, once so you've watched. the return of the awful top hat. Yeah, the top hat's back. <laughs> Will is in a full-on white suit. I. Should we talk about the Christ allegory? Because he <laughs> walks on water. Yeah, I. Jesus. I, it was so baffling to oh, see. I was like, no. this is. What is this? <laughs> yeah. Fuck, I didn't even put that together. It's so terrible. That, no. He is I mean, fucking walking on now, water. Right? Yes. And like you said earlier, he's wearing white. all white. Like, yeah. the fuck, Glee? Get the <laughs> well, hell out of here. He's, he's here to save Emma. Emma from, like, the horrible the, sin that is her is, illness. It's, so it's sort of like this, this Christ-like figure. He jumps into the water because he doesn't walk all the way on the water to Emma. He jumps in so that he's completely drenched. Yeah, because you know what Emma loves? That. Wet. (laughs) Um, It's sort of like, you know, it's Will bringing himself down from this high pedestal to Emma's level, which is like, really, it's negging Emma. The show is negging Emma by doing this. Yeah, of course. Yes. I mean, but do you know what's super romantic? What? proposal? Um, The smell of chlorine chlorine and wet teenagers. Yeah. (laughs) A bunch of wet teens... And the smell of chlorine. They all gather around to yeah. watch as Will does his little speech. His, okay. It's like very awkward public proposal in yeah. front of all of these students. Yeah. yeah. One thing I have to say about that, it's very schmaltzy or whatever. It's too long, right? Like he it's keeps long. going. Like every time you're like, okay, and now he's going to do it. He just says something <laughs> else that's like romantic-esque and like yeah. your hand is the only one I've ever held because I don't know how to write a proposal. But like- I think- I think the one bit he should have kept was he was like, I get that the world's a messy place, but I want to help balance that out for you. And yeah. you do the same for me. Yeah. I think that was the part he should have kept. Just, Just that. that line. Just that line. And then say, will you marry well, me? Marry me. I, d- yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't need, I didn't need the whole, like, what felt like a full Half two minutes of him. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it was terrible. Too long. It, yeah. We all agree it was too long. The next yeah. scene. Um, she says yes. Yeah, she does. Oh, yeah. That's important, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. uh, She says yes. Next scene. Um, Because no one would turn Will down um, because it's glee. Because it's not allowed, Maggie. It's not allowed. Uh, Next scene. uh, Artie breaks up with Becky. Yep. Uh, And Becky asks, is it because I'm too intimidating? And Artie's just like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's it. Well, we get the Helen. Yeah, we get another Helen Mirren. Um, internal monologue yes, for do. Becky where she's like, I wanted to ask if it was because I had downs, but I'm too nervous to do that. Um, well, I think, I think it's too intimidating sort of covers that also yeah, in a way. I, 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 the sense that I got from the monologue was that like, she says like, I, I, what I really wanted to ask was like, if what I really wanted to ask was if it was because I have downs. Um, but I think the like gist that we're supposed to get from that is that she knows that it is like she did she also didn't ask because she knows it but she ends up going to sue because i mean honestly in comparison to will like for me the like terrible like not good teacher thing sue has done this episode are minuscule um yeah Yeah, and their connection is a lot more genuine yeah yeah it's a it's a different sort of situation it, i don't know it, it feels much more teacher student and less yeah. like will and trying to 
I don't know. Teenager. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's because it's, it's, Sue isn't in this like state of arrested development of trying to like right. regain her high school pride. Yeah. 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 But so she consoles Sue consoles Becky um, and they uh, eat ice cream and watch Lifetime television for ovaries. <laughs> yeah. Didn't realize that was the full name of that one. You know, I'd heard of Lifetime movies. I've heard I've heard of that channel, yeah. but I hadn't heard of this one. Of Lifetime television for ovaries? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you just sort of angle the ovaries to the TV? <laughs> I think that's what it is, yeah. Uh, just a good was... view, yeah. Fucking yikes, man. She, she did have the good quote, there's nothing like a good sob, which I'm like, big, big mood. Yeah. It's a big mood, Sue. Yeah, it's true. That was... I put down, Becky isn't afraid to cry. Um, she isn't. So, anyway, then we move to the last scene, um, which... Oh, do we have to? Do we have to, actually? <laughs> yes, because mostly because the title I gave for this scene, not exactly the nicest thing, but I put, in quotes, you have his drug problem, too. Um, but Rachel is consoling Finn. Wow. About- <laughs> oh, man, man, my mom's calling. I've got to be not here. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Finchel are in the auditorium. Yeah, They're on stage. This is where they have their first date. Yeah, and if Finn had actually set this up like their first date, like they actually talk about, then that would have been something I could actually recognize from this god-awful show. But that they don't do that. They don't, because <laughs> that would be work. too easy for me. Too much well, work, and, also, and Finn also, can find those airplane cups. I was going to say, Finn is just a lazy sack of shit. Like, uh, once he I, is. To, to be fair, that's the thing, is a, a lot of this, is I think, is it supposed to like mirror... Like, we're supposed to see will and finn as like the same person or something yeah it's so but weird and i like, don't want to see either of them. It's, it's exactly things that finn says says during this episode really set this off as like a bad thing yeah. to me because yeah. like even in the uh the scene where they're shopping for wedding rings uh finn is like you know, Rachel says you need to spend this amount of money on a on a ring. Or is it this amount of money? You know, I just stop listening when she yeah. talks about that stuff. And it's like, what the fuck? I just, I just stop listening when she talks about that stuff. Literally, same episode. Uh, well, propose. Marry me. Yeah. yeah. Hey, marry me, please. Like, okay, calm down, dude. Uh, it's obviously Finn trying to, like, satisfy some sort of, like, irrational urge. Right? Yeah, because yeah. he feels like he has no purpose in life. Yeah, right. his purpose, I guess, is to be the. In his speech, we find out that he's like rightfully identified Rachel as being amazing. Yes. <laughs> rightfully. <laughs> I love Rachel. Okay. <laughs> no, that's to be fair, like. At least Rachel's talent as yes, being yes, 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 yes. pretty yeah. amazing. Rachel she's is a, a big socio. Gold star. Yeah. Rachel well, is a sociopath <laughs> on her way to the top, but like Finn recognizes that. Yeah. yeah, and Finn's like, let me let me grab those coattails, bae. <laughs> I'm ready to write him. Uh, Yikes. It's true. So he's worried about becoming just like his dad. And he's like, you know what? will make me not like my reckless dad. Marrying my high school sweetheart. Well, we're still in high school. <laughs> uh, we're, I think they're probably like 17, maybe 18. No, they. Th- I think they're 18 because they are graduating in like a couple months at are this they? point. Who knows? But like <laughs> still at the same time, we literally talked about earlier this episode, like... Quinn had that like little line about how it's like we know you we're hoping you won't mess this one up because Will married his high school sweetheart like oh my god in high school he like, is becoming just like Will he's exactly performing the, he's performing his dad thing but with Will oh no <laughs> I told you yeah. oh my god you've cracked this wide open for me Sam I, 
It's terrible. I see all the egg yolk. It's all over the place. Oh, gross. And it's just like, horrible. Just like that one they cracked on Rachel's head because she's a vegan. Because we remember. <laughs> Jesse remembered. Jesse Finn remember doesn't, but Rachel Jesse remembered. It's true. There was a part where Finn didn't remember that Rachel was vegan and fed her meat and lied to her about it. Yeah, I know. And then <laughs> I see your face. It's yeah. Well, it's and pretty bad. Last and he's week, ma- married. Her? He's marrying her. The, the he best can't part. For a simple fact like that, she was vegan. Yeah, it seems like it'd be a pretty big part, right? <laughs> of like knowing who Rachel is. That oh, was damn. Well, the best part is last week. Last week we had the yeah. Christmas episode, and one of the gifts that he bought her was like sponsoring an African sow pig for someone like for a family in Africa, and she was like. I'm vegan. Like, you bought me a pig okay, that people are going to eat. That's different. I feel like that's different. Like, I mean, if somebody bought me an African sow pig, okay, I'm going to speak from the viewpoint of a vegan for a second. <laughs> Brace yourselves. Okay, here we go. I'm, I'm ready. I'm listening. If someone bought me an African sow pig that somebody else was going to eat, like a family in need was going to, like, profit or eat from it, I think I would be chill about it. I'm. It's fine. I mean, I just, I'm bringing it up because Rachel specifically points out, like, when he gives her the gift, she's like, I'm vegan, and you got me a pig for Christmas. Like, it just is very clear that Finn Finn is bad. We already know that, though. It it gets a little too real, as always. Finn talking about how he doesn't want to follow in his father's footsteps. Yeah, and Um, we see a real glimpse into, like, Finn's, like, lack of self-esteem. Yeah, When he's just like, you're the best thing about me, Rachel. Yeah, and that's... I want to marry you. Yeah. Which is not, like, the best way to go into any sort of, like, long-term relationship, let alone a marriage. Everything about me, it sucks and is miserable. Except for you. the only good thing right now is you, so don't fuck this up for me. Yeah, the only thing good is you, um, so you... I'm gonna trap you with me, who I view as horrible. Like, that's also bad. Yeah. It's not... It's not great. We don't know Rachel's answer. The show does. That's oh, the ends. way to end an episode. Greatly, yeah, it's all—it's almost as good as the um, "I've got big plans for New York." Yeah, Quinn's "I've got big plans for New York," and then she didn't have any big plans. <laughs> it was a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we've done it. We've done it, and oh. now it's time for the podcast, podcast business. business podcast. But it's a metaphor. And metaphors are important. Gold stars are important because gold stars are a metaphor for me being a star. I'm glad that you had to do that in front of another human being and I didn't. Um, I think it went okay. How was it? Did you like it? Um, We're going to drop our EP on SoundCloud, should we? Oh, yes, it's very good. Thank you. Yeah. So so to explain the podcast business, the first thing we're going to do here is every week we give a gold star to a character in the show. Um, just as Rachel does bequeath Rewards gold stars. Rewards herself with one all the yes, time. Yes, 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 yes. We yeah. decide to reward a character with a gold star. Yes. Um, it so, can be any character. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, already, I already got it. It can also be like non-sentient things too. Okay. <laughs> like, so, so like Emma. <laughs> 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 Ooh, burn. But, yeah. yeah. Okay, you get to go first as a uh, guest. As guest, I get to go first. Well, th- you might be able to guess this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it to Santana. Yeah. Nice. Santana has so many good burns in just this entire Love it. episode, and she really just made the whole thing. I was 
I was like, I don't want to deal with all this, like, het drama that's going on in here. I don't want to deal with this. Fuck yeah. I just want to pay attention to Santana dissing literally everyone. And her watching her kick Rachel off that bench really filled Satisfying. Me, really just satisfied me in a way I didn't know I needed. Yep. Okay, yeah. Sam. Uh, what are you doing? So, this might not be super popular, but I'm going to give it to Sue because... Okay. I liked how Sue dealt with the the plot that she was entangled up in with the whole Becky thing. Um, the new even the even the child porn trafficking. <laughs> no, see that part is the part I'm a little skeptical about. Oh well, good. Um, I'm glad. But I I do think I do think that like from an outside perspective, like as a teacher, there are other ways to handle that situation. The way yeah. that Sue did is not the worst one. Like not terrible. She sure. kind of just plays it off and is like. I mean, the things she said were not great, but, like, I I just like that Sue was there for Becky. She's, like, a... She's a definitely, like, a mentor figure for Becky, which is, like, more of an appropriate teacher-student relationship, which I can really... Like, I think it's great um, in this show to see some of that. Um, and also, like, her, like, real talk with Artie, where she's just like, hey, do you want to date her again? If the answer's no, you should tell her that. Like, I just... I appreciated that. Yeah, so. sure. Yeah, it's I, I do recognize the really problematic bit, and I'm just going to ignore it for the point of this. Okay. Oh, it's your prerogative. So I'm giving my gold star to Emma. Yes. Ooh. Uh, because I really like Wedding Bell Blues, except for the Bill Will thing, because <laughs> Emma's just like, she nails. So every time she's on screen, I'm like In drawn to yeah. looking at her. She's so charismatic and like. Yeah. Even though Will sucks and is basically, like... The worst. He's gaslighting her. Yes, 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 he is. <laughs> Which is bad. Um, and, like, straight up playing with her emotions just to be, like, maybe just to be a dick. <laughs> it, it sucks. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, and anyway, I think, I still think Emma is great. Like, none of that is to is her fault. Like, yeah. Will just sucks. I'm glad that Emma's has someone that she could maybe find happiness with, although I doubt that it's Will. Yeah. Like, huh. Anyway, I, was, I like Emma, and I mean, I'm giving her my gold star. You know what's interesting about that is that actress is the same one who plays, Paul I guess, wife. wife for the first one, but she leaves him in the second one. Yeah. Um, Really, like, I mean, I haven't seen her in anything else, so I just have to say that, like, I feel like her she gets shoehorned into, like, this role where she marries douchebags a lot. Like, she's... Just twice, and then she's in other stuff. I don't know. Okay, um, I don't know. Anyway, let's move to the next piece of podcast business. Let's. The best it's number. Best song. Yeah. Yeah. So our choices are the shot-for-shot shot recreation of Summer Nights, sung by Sam and Mercedes. Uh, then we have the Wedding Bell Blues, mm-hmm. sung by uh, Emma with Shannon and Sue on backup. Yep. Then we have Moves Like Jagger slash Jumping Jack Flash, that um you know that awful overly awful overly masculine mashup Ugh, yes <laughs> then we've got the uh first time ever i saw your face mm-hmm. uh the very emo <laughs> uh slow ballad yep and then we've got without you another emo slow ballad a little overwrought for my taste yeah <laughs> just <laughs> rachel all the time yep uh and then finally we found love the yeah. big group number of the synchronized swimming number yeah. So you're up first, Becca. Fuck me. Okay. Um, uh, well, 
I think I'm gonna have to the fir- go with the first time I ever saw your face, because mostly because of San- the ruffles on Santana's shirt. Okay. Because yeah. they were very good. Yeah, she did look good. Yeah, Naya and- Rivera always looks good. <laughs> and like it was, I don't know the. Re- it's more. It was a good song. All of them were good. I mean, some of them were good songs. Yeah. Uh, but like, I don't know. That one was just the most interesting. That had that Britannia moment in it, and <laughs> yeah. you know that I'm here for that <laughs> shit. And yeah. it didn't really take me out of it with the synchronized swimming. So totally nice. Okay. Uh, all right, Sam. What's yours? Um, I jumped for it, and I picked "We Found Love." Um, mostly because the spectacle. Yeah, the spectacle. Yeah. Also, we didn't really talk about it, but the swimsuits that the Glee girls wear cute. are... Yes. Oh, my God. Dope. Like, so they look cute. very good. So, um, the Glee guys look like trash, of course, but, like... <laughs> they're all wearing, like, tank tops, right? Yeah. Well, they're, they're wearing tank tops and, like, big, baggy basketball shorts. Like, <laughs> it's Glee... Are, are you upset? Did you want to see more of Jaren Chris's thighs? I mean... We all do? A little bit, yeah. It's like last... Held aloft by the women. <laughs> yes. It's like that episode a couple ago or a couple episodes ago where like Sam was a stripper and then like he wore like he booty shorts instead of like real stripper underwear I'm and it's sorry like that you didn't get to see Court Overstreet's like penis outline like what do you want from me? Me too. That's also what I'm upset about. But anyway, I picked this number. Um, I like the spectacle and honestly, like not a terrible song. The Christ allegory I can do very much without, but. <laughs> I sort you of know. like it because um, it shows that Glee is just so, it's such fucking Anus. trash. Yeah. Like, that's sort of why I like the Christ allegory is that it really points out that Glee is, like, stupid as fuck. <laughs> sure. Okay. But these, but these white men who are writing and directing the show are like, yeah, this is a great idea. Like, oh, no, need Christ. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Maggie, okay. how about you? So, uh, I, I've got Wedding Bell Blues as my like special mention. Um, sure. It's not my favorite, but it mostly because of the rhyming problem. But like I said, it's been stuck in my head for multiple days. Sure. Um, no, it's, and, it's a great number. Like and Emma's really cute. And yes, I love, yes, yes. I love non-diegetic numbers in Glee. I think they're a lot, they make a lot more sense mm-hmm. in the plot and like make a lot more sense. Just like they, ma- they make it so that sh- the show is more visually interesting instead yeah. of just someone singing in front of the choir, which yeah. I find fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah, so Wedding Bell Blues is my special mention, but I am also going for We Found Love. Uh, ah, welcome to the, the swimming. spectacle. Yeah. The swimming. The swimming. I can't help it. Um, Santana should have been on lead, though. Oh, yes. Yes, she should have. Okay. Yeah. She's beautiful. Cool. So, so, the last piece of podcast business, um, we are going to slushy this episode because... As the title says, we hate yep. Glee. So we just like the, we are the out of like out of universe bullies. Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. For I Glee, mean, they have enough in universe ones. <laughs> but <laughs> we're adding we're adding to that list because we want to slushy Glee along with all of the hockey players. Um, so we <laughs> do it on a five slushy scale. Uh, just like in golf, the lower the score, the better. If it's a good episode, we don't slushy it as much. Um, so. Yeah. Becca, since you are our guest, would you like to give us a slushy rating? Um, sure. I don't know how to do this. So maybe we should go first. Then. No, no, no. I've got it. So I'm gonna give it um three slushies with my three arms that I have. Yeah, <laughs> yep, um, that's how that because, works. It means because, you did two, and you picked another one up. Yeah, because there are only like 
three scenes that ha- had Brittany and Santana looking at each other or interacting somewhat. And also, it was very het and Will was awful. And Yeah. But, yeah. like, the rest of it was decent and, like, Emma stood up for herself and it was good aside from that, just Will and Finn and just, I'm over him. Yeah. Over it. And I was also it. very confused for a lot of it. <laughs> That's fair. But, That's but a Brittany very and Santana fair point. held me steady. <laughs> Okay. okay, Sam, what's yours? Yeah, I'm giving it four out of five slushies. This is definitely the worst <laughs> episode the highest, of this season. That's the like, highest for the whole season so far. Oof. Yeah. Damn. It's it's trash. Will is a terrible person. <laughs> it's um, true. Like, I, I don't know how to feel about the Artie Becky storyline. I don't think I needed I, it. Listen, I don't know how to feel about it either. Like, I, I don't really want to have any sort of strong... I don't want to say anything too strongly about it because yeah. I'm not really sure how I feel about it. Exactly. Because the like, show doesn't know how it feels about it either. Yeah. Did, did Brad Falchuk, like, meet Helen Mirren at, like, some big event or something? And she was like, know. hey, like, and then he coerced, like, Glenn he, like, Paltrow got, like. introduced them. Um, <laughs> he got a, he got some kind of, like, really terrible blackmail on her, like, took a picture of her in a compromising <laughs> position and made her do glee. I don't know. But, like, I just don't understand why it's here and it makes me not, like, I just didn't, I don't know if it needed to be here. To yeah. be fair, if they filled it in with more Will garbage, I probably would have hated the episode more. So, like. Maybe they just really delve into the Sam synchronized swimming bit. They have even more Nini leaks. That'd be great, actually. Good. Yes. I would um, like that. And, yeah. like, Sam makes synchronized swimming cool to the whole school somehow. Okay, I but I'm not here for that. Sam is, <laughs> Sam is also pretty like not not really my favorite character either. And the fact that he's yeah. back and he's like on this crusade to get Mercedes to date him again is just like Yeah, I don't that care. isn't great. And like during the Christmas episode, he was like he had he like took a stand being like <laughs> Christmas shouldn't always be happy all the time. Christmas should be sad. <laughs> <laughs> Like, very adamantly, too. Yeah, like, Uh, it it didn't make sense. But so I'm giving it four out of five. I think this episode is really bad. Um, I wish that it was better. That'd be nice. Uh, I'm going to split the difference and go for a 3.5. Nice. A a half slushie. Uh, Yeah, that's right. Um, We do half slushies sometimes. We do even, like, quarter slushies and stuff like that. uh, No, that's... Stop that. (laughs) We're gonna do a sixteenth of a slushie. <laughs> um, no, nothing would ever get that low. Not these days. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna give it three point five slushies. I think it's good. Um, part sort of in a way. Um, <laughs> we just spent two hours bragging on it, Maggie. I, I think listen, it's good. I I mostly <laughs> like the songs. I think the songs are overall like not bad. Uh, yeah. even though summer nights is. Sort of bizarre. Such a garbage song. I liked it. Um, Grease is such a garbage musical. Like it is. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I I I have like very mixed feelings about the episode. You sort of referred to it being sort of dreamlike when you watched it, Becca. Yes. Even for me, like the practice Glee watcher, it does sort of have a dreamlike air because we jump between such radically different tones. Yeah. Yeah. So um. 3.5 out of 5. And I think that's everything. Yeah. Um, So uh, next week, we're going to talk about season 3, episode 11, Michael. It's the Michael Jackson episode. Yes. That one's going to be awesome. They all have like special Michael Jackson cosplay outfits. Oh. Yes. Remember when they did Lady Gaga? Yes. What a time. I'm excited. 
Yes. So that'll be great. Um, but in the meantime, if you want to contact us, uh, you can find us on Twitter at SNM Hate Glee. You can also email us SNM Glee at gmail.com. We love hearing from you, um, especially for expanding upon our metafiction. The show is terrible. We have to find ways to cope. I'm sorry, Becca, that you got dragged into this. It's <laughs> fine. It was bound to happen. Sort of like seeing inside of like someone else's hell. life. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> also hell. <laughs> so, Becca. Hey. You have a podcast. Tell us about it. I do. It's called Unlikely Adventures. Basically what we do, uh, me and my co-host, Macy, we just make really shitty D&D characters just all the time. With uh, some examples being um, the really sexy green M&M. Or fuck yeah, that plays her. <laughs> yes, good. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, sexy green M M&M, and M. One time, like one time, we there was just a wizard that f- fucked up everyone's coffee order, and you know, just random yeah. awful shit like that. Great. And yeah, it's called Unlikely Adventures. You can find us on Twitter at Unlikely Podcast or on Instagram at Unlikely underscore Adventures because we weren't cool enough to get the same thing on both things. Um. If you want to just find me and stalk me and have that be your life, you can find me um, on Twitter and Instagram at BeckZombie, B-E-X-Z-O-M-B-I-E. Cool. Cool. Uh, Yeah. You can check Sam out individually at his other podcast, what he does with his boyfriend, Chris. It's called All Out Brawl. It's about Magic the Gathering. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, Becca seems interested. Um, and And you can also find Maggie on Instagram at mcar.jpeg with J-P-E-G. That's um, right. And you can also or find go a to website. My website. Yeah, mcar.biz, um, which, you know, do that thing. Maggie makes art. Do, Unlike do this thing. podcast, she makes real art. So but this is art too, okay? This, it's, the experience <laughs> is art. Draw, have you painted any Glee no, fan? I refuse. <laughs> Maggie. I will <laughs> not paint Glee fan art. Absolutely not. If I commissioned you to pay me for fan art. I would do that, probably. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, but no, nothing else. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, um, well, I think that's everything. Yeah, um, that is definitely everything. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to Becca for joining us. Definitely, and thank you very much. Having me. Of course. Yeah. And thanks for um, uh, watching an episode of Glee. It is quite the hardship. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, we made you do that. <laughs> I had to excuse myself from like my my aunt like hanging out with my aunt to be like, I have to go watch Glee now. Sorry, <laughs> that's a lot of my life. Yeah. So. Yes, but until next time, I've been Sam. And I've been Maggie. And I've been Becca. And we hate Glee! (laughs) From the top.